Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ding dong, ding a dong, ding. Come on, everybody, join in. Ding dong, ding a dong, ding. The party is about to begin. just like to take this opportunity to apologize to um any mechanics that have been offended or upset by my comments today on twitter when i said that all mechanics and anybody who works with cars are terrible people all of them terrible. When I said that on Twitter, I didn't mean it literally. Otherwise, I would have put the word literally in there. It was a joke. And I'm aware that sometimes snowflakes can be triggered by jokes on twitter some of you said ian that but it, there was no context of it being a joke well actually, uh, uh, I, I was kind of laughing when i wrote it that's enough context but i have upset people i have upset the good mechanics of this great country i've never seen a lady mechanic i'm sure they exist i've never seen one they're rarer than badgers but for all that is holy to all of the people um threatening me with violence on Twitter. Someone <laughs> threatening me with violence. I got their account suspended for 12 hours. Um, with people who've been listening to me for years, Donald Trump syrup, who's been following me for a long, long time and has, has, has joined in with the online fun and games. And um, I'm guessing he's having a man period today because um, he didn't find it funny. Um, I think he may have called me a tosser. Don't worry, I'm not expecting you to apologise. This is all on me, guys. This one is all on me. And I am genuinely sorry if I offended or upset anybody who is a mechanic, who has worked as a mechanic, who has smelt a mechanic who may, may, you may be lying in bed tonight with a broken mechanic who is in tears because of a tweet I sent about 10 hours ago, then I'm sorry. Donald Trump syrup has said it's all about you and your feelings. A mechanic having a shit day reading that would have been deflated. 
I apologise to the snowflakes. Um, Andy Summers says, I'm not sure a man who, quotes, talks for a living should be commenting on real men who fix machines. I know where my vote will go. I've not seen any mechanics standing in any elections recently, so I'm hoping your vote would go for a politician that would um, uh, force um, snowflakes and cucks who talk for a living to give up their jobs. I'm assuming that's what you mean, Andy. And here's the thing. I thought that was a joke tweet, and I liked it, and it made me laugh. And then I read his Twitter feed. (laughs) Then I read his Twitter feed, and Andy Summers is a, a very... A very um, bitter person. He can't wait for Brexit. He can't wait for Brexit. He's one of those guys. So to Andy, to Donald Trump syrup. Don't choose your real name, guys. They might uh, they might find out who you are. And to all of the mechanics, what I have offended today, I genuinely and uh, uh, issue this heartfelt apology. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. But I tell you what, they now cost me a fortune today. So I took, you know, I've had the engine light on, Catherine. Yeah. Um, and then it went off and you thought maybe it fixed, it fixed itself. Yeah. <laughs> and I tweeted that, which I thought was an obvious joke. And loads of people said, no, nah, it's unlikely it'll have fixed itself. You should get it checked out. So I booked the car in for a service, right? You meant to take it for a service. It's d- turned out it's not had a service for two years. And when you try and sell your car, um, they go, have you got a full service history? You go, no. They go, so I took it for a service and when I've taken when I've gone <laughs> it's such it's such a rip off right it's such a rip off um I, when I've gone to small independent garages and got the service and then taken it to a, a, a main dealer it's a Volkswagen taking it to a main Volkswagen dealer I'm not saying which one there are loads all around the country of course um and they say have you got a full service history yes I have yeah this isn't these aren't volkswagen uh, so it doesn't count is what they say so i took it to a volkswagen dealer for a full service right? 340 pounds ah. 340 pounds and i mentioned that there'd been um the engine light was on and so the guy said well it's probably nothing but I recommend you get it tested. And what we do, I so said, how do you test it? Well, what we do now is we plug your car into a computer. It, the, the computer scans it and it tells you what's wrong. I said, brilliant. Let's do it. He said, yeah, that'll be an extra £99. An extra £99. So we're getting close to 500 quid. And here's the thing, right? So I booked it in for 12.30 because it can be done in a few hours. At half past three, I got the call from the garage. I thought, "Uh uh-oh, this is either going to be to say my car is ready or the car (laughs) needs something expensive done to it. So I answered the phone. Hello, Mr. Lee. Yes, hello. Hello. I'm glad I got hold of you. The, the, um, the, The first two numbers I dialed were wrong. That's your fault, buddy, not mine. Um, what's happening with the car? Right. Well, we haven't started the service yet. What? What, what time is this? 
And we're just about, this is half past three, three hours after it's, we're just about to connect it to the computer to scan it. I said, right, why, why haven't you started the service yet that I booked uh, for 12.30? Yeah, why? He said, well, because if the scan comes back, there's something big wrong with it, then that would make this, he said, so, we might have your car before close of play tonight. But would it be okay if we kept it overnight? Now, what can I say? What can I say? What I should have said. What I should have said, and I'm an idiot. What I should have said was, no, it's not. I'll come and get my car. And I will drive it, and you can go fish. I didn't. I went, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. So I've had to get the train in tonight, which is a joy. I love getting the train. It's an hour. It's about 50 minutes on the train, straight through. And I was reading that Matt Haig book, which is just an absolute joy to read. Um, but I'm going to have to get a cab back. And that'll be about 50 quid. So oh. it is, we're at 500 quid now. We're at 500. And here's another thing, right? You know Pocket Dials? been an expensive day you know pocket dials yeah. you don't get in so much now where your phone's in your pocket and it and b- your bum dials and you, you ring. yeah i had a pocket uber booking today what because I, I got the app sorry guys i know it doesn't appeal to all of you but i've got it and i you know i use all, all kinds of cabs local cabs mini cabs black cabs and uh, yeah, uber i use the full works right um but I, I i got my i went out with the boys to take the dog out for a walk and it was raining so he came back and i got my phone out and it was your, your driver is approaching. I thought, what the? Oh, no. And it's done um, an Uber booking. Oh, no. So I cancelled it, but it said, ah, you're cancelling this over five minutes after the booking. Cost you seven quid. <gasps> seven quid for nothing! Seven quid for nothing! So, and, and loads of people on Twitter said, well, why didn't you take the car to a local garage? I've, I've used three local garages, and each one has ripped me off terribly i even gave one the benefit of the doubt and went back a second time and they ripped me off again so at least i know at this place the work will get done at some point but blimey it's expensive and i did a little rant on twitter about it being expensive and then i said all mechanics and people who work with cars are terrible people all of them guys it was obviously a joke you cretins it was obviously a joke now we all know that um, all milkmen are nonces. We know that. We don't know that. But this is the thing. Like, you know, it's it's words, guys. It's words. So everyone on Twitter, calm down. And I've been I've been enjoying seeing you know some people who followed me for a while get very angry. It's the ones that have been following you for from the start. Yeah. They're the most infuriated. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump syrup has had a bad day, obviously, because he sends me funny tweets and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's obviously had a bad day, and that's fine. But you know, don't take it out on me. And then he called me a tosser, and he and he said, Ah, but it's a joke. Your get out clause. I said, No, 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 no. no. I didn't single out one mechanic and, and pick on him. I, 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 I slagged off a whole trade. Yeah, but in such a ridiculous way as to make it quite obvious yeah. to most people. Well, I don't, here's the thing. Jokes, uh, irony, sarcasm does not work on Twitter. Twitter is not a place for jokes. Um, but isn't it funny how um, um, some right-wing um, uh, you know, exponents of free speech... Would would c- consider me a snowflake for things that offend me, but because I slagged off mechanics, oh, I slagged off mechanics. Ooh, you're not a triggered. Real, you're not a real man. Not a real man because I can't fix a car because I don't know how to plug it into my computer. 
344 is the telephone number. Can we find a lady mechanic? I know that sounds like a very 1980s type phone in. Yeah, because you said lady. Uh, what, what am I supposed to say? Bird. All right, can we find some chick mechanics? No. Because um, I can't, I've never, I've never seen one. And, I'm, and, and obviously there are, of course there are, of course there are. But I've never, I've never seen, I don't trust, I don't trust garages. Because when I walk into a garage or a car dealership or, or something like that, I am completely at the mercy of them. Mm. And sometimes, and I have had this uh, in, in places where you walked in and they recognise me from the telly and they think, oh, money. Oh, here comes a walking checkbook, guys. We're going to get rich on this one. I ain't got no money. I ain't got no money after taking the car in for a service. But they've still, he said, we'll call you back before the close of play today to let you know what the computer reading says. Right. Um, that phone call hasn't happened. You haven't done it. And I couldn't ride the scooter in because it was raining. And I did ride the scooter a bit. I rode it from Slough to Windsor today. Oh, flipping heck, it was scary in the rain. No, did not enjoy that. So that's the way it goes, guys. 0344 499 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Steve and Craig, you're lined up. We'll come to you in a bit. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, let's dive into the phone call, shall we? Um, just to just to reiterate, this show gets more calls than any of the uh, other shows throughout the day put together. We get more shows than the entire um, uh, eighty. Is it? What is it? It's seventeen, eighteen hours of output. Um, that isn't us, because it shuts. We all know that talk radio closes down at 10am until 1pm, just for uh, recharging the batteries. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Good evening, Steve. Hello, mate. Yeah, get yourself a Dave. What? Get a Dave. What? If, 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 if you're going to have a mechanic, he's got to be called Dave. Oh. I've, right? Get your Dave, and you're fine. Because, I mean, oh, I, I, I'm... I'm kind of my my my. Sorry, this is this is second hand. But my my partner, my bird, my, my girlfriend. Is she, is she's my, your girlfriend, right? Are you married to her? Yes. You're no. ma- you're married to her. I am married to my girlfriend. Well, then yes. she's your wife, you muppet. Yes, I know, but I, you know. Well, you said partner. Well, she, you're not in a law firm. I know. Then you said girlfriend. Well, she's not your girlfriend. She's your wife. Yeah, but we like to, you know. You like yeah, to you like to have role play. Anyway, Patsy yes. Road in Catford, Dave. Right, he's 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 a genius right. and he's honest as well. But Hon- he's got to be honest. Honest, Dave. He's been, there, he's been there for so long, and he's fixed our car. We've had the stuff. <laughs> well, okay, okay, he's yeah. fixed. You're, you're phoning up to tell me a bloke called Dave has fixed your car. Yes. Okay. Yes. I- he's also a philosopher, and oh god. It, he, he's Philip Larkin is his favourite poet. He's got he's got some um, yes. Philip Larkin poems all over. When you go into his place, it's, it's blimey, it's weird. And Wordsworth and all that. He's not really a mechanic. He wants to be a poet. Is he? But, um, well, hang on a minute. He's, does he write his own poetry? Well, I hope not. Okay. Well, then he doesn't want to be a poet because poets write their own poetry. I know, but I wouldn't read it. What? Would you read it, if your mechanic came up to you and said, "I've got some poetry, mate"? Would you Would you read it out on the radio? Does for anyone me? know what Steve is talking? Anyone here? Anyone in the crew? <laughs> Steve is talking about no. 
Okay. You do. No, I'll carry on. Okay. Well, that sounds great, Steve. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. But what was wrong with your car? I don't know. They, they've not told me. Oh, okay. And what, what's the bloke? Is he called Dave? Uh, not... thanks, thanks very much for calling, Steve. I mean, really? Yes, we, I just boasted that we get the most calls on this, this, uh, uh, this show. I didn't say they were any good. I didn't say they were any good. <laughs> I love it. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Craig has called in. Good evening, Craig. Evening, Ian. Evening, yes. Kath. Here we Good go. Good evening. Nostar. You don't need a Dave, you need a John. I've got a John. Oh. But he's got poets all over the wall, but they're really hot and they're women, so they've got oh, not many clothes on. What are you talking... What is... What are you talking about? They do poems, I'm sure, but these pictures are nudie women in, in the usual garage, aren't they? Right, OK. We're going to start the show again. Sam, get the top of the show bed, please, because we're going to start the show again, because I don't... Something's happened. Somewhat, some, this is going off on, on a tangent that is too weird, even for me. So just give us the jingle and the stab at the top, and I'll play some music, and then, boom, we're going to come in with the show. Because, I, I, Catherine, in all honesty, I have no idea what those two gentlemen were banging on about. No, I think there was an attempt to... I think they're having a joke with you. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not the place for humour, guys. Right, we're going to start the show... Now! The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make. I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on
have to issue another apology when i said all milkmen are nonces um of course not all milkmen are predatory sexual offenders just because we've upset someone on twitter about that can't do anything it's political correctness gone man no it's not it's just people having knee-jerk reactions and having the immediate ability to shout in the old days if you didn't like something um well, if you didn't like a phoning show, for example, in the old days, what you would do is you would phone up and you would speak to the producer and complain and uh, you wouldn't be allowed on air. That's what would happen in the old days. No, no, no. Most people just find something else that makes well, them happy. OK, there's different levels of it. You'd switch off or you'd phone up and complain and not get on the air. Um, but if you were still angry, you'd make a complaint to Ofcom. And if you were still angry, you'd write a letter. You would write a letter. It's a quite a long process, but most people get bored at the first stage, okay, and go, ah, oh, this guy's now, I'm going to listen to something. First of all, if you don't like me or the show and you want to say it, phone up, phone up, you're allowed, this is the only show in the country where we will allow people to come on and tell me why they think the show is crap. And I, uh, you know, and, and sometimes we listen and sometimes we make changes and sometimes we laugh at you. It's fine. 0344 499 1000. But now, with things like Twitter, with actually only Twitter, everybody, everybody thinks they are entitled to an opinion on something. Let me tell you guys, let me tell you, you are not entitled to an opinion. You've got to earn your opinion. I've earned the right to express, to have and to express my opinions. I have earned that right. I fought in the great opinion wars of the late 90s. Most of you morons on Twitter, you have no right to an opinion. You're not um, intelligent enough. You're not bright enough. You're not clued up enough. You haven't lived enough. But now everybody can stand on top of a building and go, You're crap and I hope you die! Everyone can do that because of Twitter. It's the great equaliser. I don't... Have you seen how free and easy Twitter is with those blue ticks these days? And if anybody phones up to say, Actually, the ticks are white, then I'm going to punch them in the neck. Um, Have you seen... I get so excited when someone with a blue tick follows me. Or tweets me, or retweets me. Well, I think, oh, someone famous. Because back in my day, to get a blue tick, you had to you had to be a celebrity like me, or um, Johnny Mathis, or Mel Gibson. Um, so I click on their profile. Some of these blue tick people haven't even got two thousand followers, and I'm reading that the, I've never heard of them. They were they're working like PR, or they're an MP or something. What's that about? 
What is that about? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call this evening, you can. This is the late night alternative, where I will stand here as I am standing at the moment, and I will, you know, talk rubbish, and stuff will come out of my mouth. And you're welcome to. Um, <laughs> please let us know the total cost of the car service. Many thanks, says John. John, oh, oh I will. Oh, I will. You'll all be. Um, there'll be uh, printouts uh, for you to take home with you after tomorrow's show of of uh, an itemised breakdown. But I'm going to stand here and, and talk stuff. Kath will, will um, chip in from chip in from down patronising. When I point to Kath, she'll speak. Like this. And um, when I raise my hand, she's silent. And you can call in. Sam's on the phones. You can call in about the stuff I'm talking about or about anything. And it can be light. It can be heavy. It can be up. It can be down. It can be about your mental health. It can be about... You had a really nice sandwich. To, oh, let, let, actually, let's do that. What did you eat today that was really nice? Because oh. no, because me and I tell you, I me and Kath are on diets, so we we've eaten not a lot. Boring. We've eaten boring, not a lot food. So if you want to phone in today, if you've had a nice meal, I said I know it's a bit local radio, but it uh, just appeals to me slightly. If you want to phone in because you've had a really nice meal or a really nice sandwich today, um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, make us jealous. And uh, this time, I re- you bought me a packet of um, Werther's Originals. I know it was a yeah. joke because I'm old. I'm old no, and no, stuff. No. There were two for three, so three for two. Oh, okay. Well, I came that whole packet on the way home oh, last did night. You? A whole packet of whether here's the thing I've discovered, right? With there's some sweets from Marx's that I've had, and then with these. I like um I like sucking small hard things. Mm. I like the feel of a small hard thing going into my mouth, my mouth closing around it, and my lips and my tongue exploring its shape, feeling it change shape in my mouth, feeling its smoothness, and then just gently just chipping away a bit of it with my teeth. See, I enjoy that too, Yep. but I'm allowing myself one on the way in and one on the way oh, home. Oh, I was just shoving them in. You're not supposed to and eat them like that. And as soon as one finished, uh, I said, right, who's next? You <laughs> are, sir. And another one was, was slipped in with ease. And I, and I bought, you know, I, and I've, I, I, I've seen them in garages before, petrol stations. And on the way back from Newcastle, I couldn't resist, particularly as it was buy one, get one free, those round metal tins of old women's Vaginas. What? No, sorry. Old women's sweets. Sorry? Old. What was that? that was a Freudian click. Slip, what? slip! Whoa! Um, old women's sweets. And I am loving them. The, cher- the-, the cherry flavour's not so nice. They're the powdered ones, right? Yeah, yeah, pa- yeah, yeah, yeah. The cherry one's not so nice, but the, um, the lemon one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But that's it. That's all I've eaten. <laughs> I've got, to, I've got to lose weight because I'm a fat git now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yep, 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 yep. Oh three. Four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'll speak to Sam. He will take your details and we'll call you back. 
So for most of you, it's free. For some of you, it'll be absolute pennies, guys. It will be pennies. Um, so what are we talking about? Mechanics, um, nice food. If you've, if you've money that you have wasted, I like that as well. Money, I mean, seven quid on a, on an Uber ride that I didn't go on because it was a pocket booking. 500 quid. To get my car, and and and, and, and this is, of course, uh, this five hundred quid is a low estimate because if they find something wrong with it, it's going to be like much more than that. And like it's only, it's a crappy old four-year-old polo. But this is what happens when you buy your car outright. All of a sudden, you end up nursing it, don't you? Towards the end of its well, life. Well, no, no, no. I've, I'm, no, I am pretty good, and I've had a couple of cars where I've had to do this, where I've, I've had them, and then things are starting to go wrong, and I've paid to get them fixed, and then something else has gone wrong quickly, and I've made a very bold decision to, to move on to the next car. I, I did, I mean, the, the, to get this car, I went in and part exchanged my previous polo do you remember and it wouldn't work mm. it wouldn't go it kept stalling um and i took the one you took to the garage and then ran away quick before they tried to start it yeah 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 it was that one and <laughs> and I, I did they said so tell us about it was a, it was this dealership so they said tell us about and the thing is they don't care this is what, well, if yeah. you're doing it with the main dealership what they really care about is the bodywork but if it's a mechanical thing they don't care because they they, they they get fixed and then they'll send it off and it'll it'll get sold and stuff um, but, um, yeah, I did, uh, the, the, the car would barely work. You had to get it, to get it to work, you had to open the, I mean, you, I remember doing this on the M40. You had to open the bonnet, get out, and hit the engine with a hammer, because there was something loose, and they couldn't fix it, and I'd spent about 700 quid getting it fixed, and they couldn't. You had to hit it with a hammer, and it would, it would... Sometimes it would get you another half an hour. Sometimes it it, it wouldn't go, and I I I, I just kind of <laughs> the, the garage is at the bottom of a hill, and I just rolled it in and went, guys, how much for this? Yeah, okay, brilliant, I'll take it. My first car, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was a it was a silver um, Corsa, Vauxhall Corsa, you know the old shape. Yeah, oh yes. And I loved it, and it was I got it just ahead of my first job, which was in Peterborough. I was moving yes. away from home. You know, it's all encompassing that that whole thing. The whole experience was all yes. Me and you, kid. Me and you. We're going to move somewhere else, and and this, the silver bullet was yeah. my was my Tonto to yes. my Lone Ranger, right? But towards the end of its life, I would walk into the garage with it, and they would be rubbing their hands, yeah. and you know. Also, I'd be going uphill, and to go to accelerate, I had to ease off the accelerator. There we go. There so, we go. So, you know, once caravans were passing me, I decided the time was right to get rid of it, but it didn't half break my heart. Well, boy, I, I rode the scooter today, and I had great trouble starting it, because I've not ridden it for a week or so, and riding it in the rain, bloody hell. I don't think so. I don't... I had my... I got waterproof, though. Um, Alex! Good evening, Alex! Hello, Ian. Hello, Alex. Uh, um, no. I've spoke to you once before. Good. Yes, um, Mister. Today makes Mr. two. Mister Freakend. Sorry. Can you remember? No. When me and you spoke um, the first time I ever called the station, um, Alan came on the station and and you said, "Welcome to the Freakend, folks." Don't remember it. I was a yeah. I was asking you about Brexit and all the rest, but 
So I don't um, remember it. You, I, I, listen, I, 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 I take about 500 calls a week. I don't... I don't I'm sorry, Alex. I apologise. I hope it doesn't leave you feeling deflated, but I have no recollection of what you called in no, about no, then. No, no. Why have you called in tonight? Because I'm an alcoholic, my friend. And oh, I, I wish for... I know. I wish for some help. Or okay. some kind of guidance. Um, I've been drinking for literally... <sighs> Since I was 15, 16 years old. Wow, you must be tired. Literally tired. I am, yes, yes. Yeah, um, How old are you now, man? 32. Yeah. 32, and, uh, yeah. And you uh, sound, let me tell you this, you sound a heck of a lot older. That's why I didn't attempt to guess, because you sound in your 50s, man. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do. Well, yeah, so, um... Uh, how much you had to drink today? Not as much, mate. I'm shaking right now, you know, I'm just speaking to you, mate, you know what I mean? But are you shaking because you're speaking to me, or are you shaking because you've not drunk enough? In between, both, mate. How, both. Much, do you, how much do you, on an average day, what do you drink? And be honest with me, because we don't know who you are, we don't I'll know who Of course I'll be honest with you, mate. I'll drink, what, it can be... Eight cans, it can be 15, it can be 20 tops on Friday or Saturday night. And how much have you had today? About 10 cans. Okay, okay. Well, it's still... I know, it's getting to a point where I I don't know what I do. I've called Jeremy Carl, sir, you know, I've got... Oh, don't don't call Jeremy Carl, it's just a freak show. It's a freak show. I know, I know, I know. It's a freak show, man. They'll they'll, they'll get you on there next to the bearded lady and the, you know, the body (laughs) with the man with no body. That's what they do. It's a freak show. Um, and you don't need it. Um... Well, um, what do you, what do you want? Look, I was just asking for anyone who can actually give me any help or anyone who's got any advice for me because I've got a mum who's disabled at home who I look after as well, and that puts pressure. I suffer from anxiety and depression. That's, what, that's been dealt with, and um, my benefits have been cut. I haven't. I, don't, I have. I earn nothing. This is the problem. <laughs> I, yes. I don't know where I. I don't know where I stand. Right. I don't know what to do. Well, you, really no, you do, that's, do. that's rubbish, you know exactly what to do. Well, I know you're going to say, stop drinking, but it's not <laughs> like that. Well, no, like that. well, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. You've just listed stuff that costs money, right? Not working, looking after a sick mum, right? And um, then you said you don't know what to do. And I haven't said anything except you know what to do. So you want advice that isn't, as long as it isn't the thing you know you have to do? Ian, I have tried cutting down on the alcohol intake. <laughs> Ian, yes. please listen. I'm listening. I've tried, I have tried cutting yeah. down on my alcohol intake, yeah. and it doesn't work. I get, seriously, hey, you wake up in the morning, you get the shakes. It's not just about the booze. It's about the anxiety and depression. I won't walk no, out of the not. house without having a drink. This no, isn't my not. problem. No, it's not. It's about the booze. And uh, listen, I'm not saying, because I don't know you, and I don't know exactly how much you drink. I bet it's more than you're telling me, and that's fine. But one has to be very careful when it comes to saying, well, just stop drinking. Because for some people, actually, if, if they're drinking enough, yeah. to just stop drinking will kill them. Yeah. I don't know how much you're drinking. I don't know what state your body's in. I don't know what state your liver's in. You'd need to go and see a doctor about that. But yeah. you know you know what you have to do, man. I know that I know that the easy solution would be to stop drinking. But I, 
Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all you have to do is stop drinking. That's Mate, not, and that's not what you wanted to hear. What did you want to hear from me? No, 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 no. I didn't. What God. did you want to hear from me? Someone that could put me maybe in touch with other. Mate, I, I, it's not just. Oh, God, you put me in this situation. No, I haven't. Mate. You phoned up and said you're an alcoholic and you wanted advice. And now you're saying, actually, it's not about the booze. Well. I wanted advice on where I can actually get help for this, not. Okay, you just, can. I, I can't you're not give just you. Telling me to stop drinking. I don't. I'm you not, know what you know. What alcoholics they don't. You can't just say stop drinking. I've not. Uh, here's here's the thing. Problem. It Alex, doesn't work like that. Alex, here's the thing. I've not told you to stop drinking. I've not said stop drinking. I've said you know what to do, and that's the answer that you came up with. Um, I'm going to give you two places you can go to. How's about them okay. apples? Yep. <clears throat> give me them apples, mate. But not, also, but also, but also, but also. Oh, okay. Well, right there we go. Okay. There we go, because, look, I'm not religious, I'm not sitting, no, no, I've been to AA before. Alex, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up, right, shut up, 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 shut isn't really a problem. The fact that you've got no benefits and you're spending every penny... Well, you're getting money off your mum for the booze, are you? Excuse me. What are you talking about? Are you getting money off your mum for the booze? No, I'm not. Where are you getting the money from, Alex? I do a little bit of work here and there. Okay, so you, you work cash in hand and all that money goes on booze, right? Um, and you said you look after your sick mum, yeah? Yes, I do. You never borrowed money. You never, day. you never borrowed every money off her. Every single day I look after Mama. Every single day. Why are you get Alex? Alex, Alex, I do the washing for Alex, her. Alex, why are you getting angry with me, man? You've asked for advice. I'm giving it. Why are you getting angry? Because your advice right now is sounding like you're trying to have a go at me. You're trying to literally. You, so uh, you phoned up for advice, but it's only the advice you want to hear. He's put the phone down. Try and get him. Uh, can I? Can I get him? How do I do, how do I do can you try and get him back um cuz let's give him the benefit of the doubt that um his phone dropped off let's give him the benefit of the doubt um i didn't tell him to stop drinking i said you know what to do and uh, that's what he came up with i would never tell an alcoholic to stop drinking immediately cuz i don't know it can kill people you know some people can do it cause some people can knock it completely on the head for some people depending how physically dependent they are on it um, it, it can it can kill them. The body goes into shutdown. Um, it, it happens. But um, phoned up for advice, um, but when but only wanted the advice that he wanted. Can you go and help Sam get go and get him back? Um, Sam, we're going to go to a break and then we're going to try and get Alex back and see if he'll talk to us. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, Alex doesn't want to come back on. The line's open, Alex. If you feel like it, you're very welcome. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Thought it was interesting how, how angry he got very quickly. Um, and it's in it's here's, here's the here's the thing I'm learning um, uh, is when I ask people for advice, more often than not. I'll know what the answer is, and they'll tell me the thing I don't want to hear. And it's normally you've got to stop doing this, you've got to stop talking to this person, or you've got to start doing this. That's kind of, that's generally the categories the advice falls into. And um, 
what I am learning as I get older is when they give me the advice that I know is already in there, I, I've, I'm stopping going, oh, get stuffed. You don't understand. That's the thing is, oh, you don't understand. But they do understand. And I do understand, Alex. But, um, you know, uh, you're welcome to call in if you want. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Yes, CJ. It's a shame you hung up. It would have been uh, interesting to have a chat with that, that man, um, Alex. Talking from he wasn't listening. No, it wouldn't have been. He wasn't yeah. listening. He wasn't listening to me. It's, just, I, I, it's weird, you know, when you listen to a call like that, and, I, and I'm, I'm sat here and I'm thinking, I recognise that. I recognise it. Yeah. And it's something, you know, going back a few months, exact sort of mentality I'd be in uh, after having a few drinks, and then just be like, oh, God, I need help quitting drinking. But uh, I really wanted to help him, to be honest. Well, you, well, that's very noble of you to want to do that, but I, my suggestion, CJ, is you carry on focusing on yourself. Absolutely, I suppose so. No, yep, stick with the winners. <laughs> Seriously, stick with the winners, you know. Yeah. Anything uh, else? Uh, yeah, you, 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 you hit on the head um, with, um, when you said, don't stop drinking suddenly. Um, it can cause you to have seizures. Well, it depends. Um, I mean, listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I, I, I'm not in any position to give medical advice. Some yeah, people can yeah. stop drinking immediately and it's fine. And some people have to do it gradually. And, and you know, it's, it, it, people, if you're concerned, um, go, to the, go to the doctor and talk to the doctor. That was one of the people I was going to suggest, but uh, he didn't want to... The Lord, around. doctor. Yes. <laughs> Here we go. There we go, you see. Um... Yeah. CJ, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um, you are very welcome. About anything, and loads of people said, "Oh, stop listening to the show because it got really heavy and stuff." It's it's not now. I listened. I listened to the complaints and the people going, "Oh, it's, really, it's just it's, it's too heavy, man." People talking about mental illness all the time, and it's not now. It's people. You know, that, people can phone in about that stuff. And if you're listening and thinking, "Well, now it's too frothy and light, and I can't call in to um, say that I want to kill myself," uh, you can, you can, you can, you can. It's all good. But I have got the balance. I think pretty spot on pretty spot on um and um so you can call them about anything oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand time to tell you though guys that on um okay so saturday july the 29th catherine and i will be performing an afternoon a lunchtime performance between i think between one and four or something like that um of our show the rabbit hole in salford which is manchester really well it kind of it's a city. You can walk the between them very, very quickly. So we're doing we're doing a show there, right? And tickets are a tenner, and they're selling really well. If you want tickets, I will tweet the link in a minute. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian dash Lee. Or just Google Rabbit Hole Manchester Fringe July, and it will come up, right? Uh, and as always, at these events, we stick around afterwards. We take pictures if you want pictures, and we sign stuff if you want stuff signed. Um, and then we are driving back home. Because um, I've got the version show on the Sunday. But, 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 but. On the Friday, the 28th, we and we need to book out the Comrex. We are hoping to do the show, this show, the talk radio show from Manchester. And usually, when we've done these things, we do it from a listener's house. Now, I'm not against doing it from a listener's house again, not at all. But I was thinking today, and this is where I need your help, dear listener. Is there somewhere in Manchester or within? Let's say 20 miles of Manchester, but Manchester is a big city. Is there, is there somewhere 
that's um, a little bit more exciting, a little bit more out there, that, let's be honest, might get us some public attention. Is there is there somewhere in Manchester that we can do this radio show on Friday the 28th of July? All we need is good internet that we can plug into. That's it. So if you live in Manchester, maybe you work in a pub or a, a, a club or a music venue or a guitar shop or a record shop or I'm just a, a coffee house. I'm just thinking of places off the top of my head. And you're thinking, well, actually, we'll be open or we could open or we could invite a couple of people around. You see, I'm just trying to find somewhere that A, would hopefully get a bit of publicity for the show in the station. Because when we went to Newcastle, the number of people um, that knew about talk radio, you could count on one finger. Um, so that would be nice. But just somewhere that will, for, for the listener will perhaps sound um, a, a, a bit more engaging. Um, and that can be because there's noise in the background, or it could be because it's such an amazingly beautiful or interesting or weird or funky place that that we get to describe it. I mean, somewhere haunted would be excellent. If you know of a haunted hotel or, you know, do you know what I mean? Something like that in or around Manchester that we can do the show from that is just maybe it shows off the history of manchester i, d- I don't know i don't know i'm just putting it out there I, and, and if we don't find anywhere we'll do it in a listener's house because that's always fun we always get to um, to meet interesting people and spend an evening with with people who are fans of the show and they like it and we like it and i think it sounds good on the radio. So I, I'm going to leave that out there. You, you can get in touch two ways. You can call me tonight and uh, go, oh, yes, we have a haunted record shop that only sells um, uh, Motown and surf music and is haunted um, by uh, Dick Turp. You, you know what I mean? You can either phone up 0344 499 or you can send me a cheeky little Email ian at ianlee.com. Don't forget, I spell Ian the correct way. I-A-I-N um, and ian at ianlee.com um, is uh, the way to get in touch. Quiet on the phones this evening. Little bit, Little yeah. bit. I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I've got plenty to talk about. Pl- oh, we've got guests on after 11, haven't we? We have, yes. yes. Well, you know, Naked and Afraid is a bit yes. of an obsession. Oh, yes. We've only spoken to blokes so far. Yes. And it's a whole different proposition for a woman. Mm-hmm. As we've found out by watching it, haven't yes, we? Yes, 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 yes. So we're going to speak to someone, and uh, her name is Danny Bow. And we're going to find out whether or not she oh, succumbed to what the other women do, which is um, they, they end up making bras and like pants out. Well, they don't always make pants; they make bras, yeah. but they 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 keep the woo woo um, out there. Al fresco. It really is an incredible phenomenon. Dun, 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 dun. But we, we we're, we're staggering. We've got loads of guests lined up from Naked and Afraid, but we're staggering them. We're staggering them. But she's another one of the women. Now we've seen yeah. them when they're very capable. And yes. they're not um, followers. They're kind of leaders in their own right. Yeah. Because some, some of the women go Have in... Have I and... seen this woman's episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm going to show you... Um, during the break, I'll show you the, the YouTube clip. Okay. Sometimes they come up against men who are also used to being leaders in yes. their field. And they do not like 
No. They do not like being upstaged by a woman in terms of, like, the. we saw one, didn't we, where she, he was crap at hunting, even though he took the big I am beforehand. Yep. She went out and speared a few fish, and they were starving. He got, he got he refused, very annoyed. He refused to eat them, would because not, she'd done it. Would not eat the fish, guys. Can you imagine um, such a thing? I mean, it really, but it's such a good show. Um, and there is absolutely nothing else on television at the moment nothing else i was flicking through netflix i started okjar the um john ronson film and it looks stunning i got 10 minutes in and then the car people phoned up and i had to make a decision about how i was going to get to work and blah, 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 so i had to stop it but um there's there's nothing on there there's nothing on amazon prime and at uh, prime and there's certainly nothing on terrestrial television worth watching it's all absolute guff at the moment. I mean, dear God, as Noel Coward famously said, television is for appearing on, not for watching. It's terrible, absolutely terrible. So uh, we, 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 we are enjoying The Naked and Afraid and very, very little else. 0344 is the telephone number. Um, a nutty uncle... Returned from his nephew's Benidorm stag do with Where's Wally's Willy <gasps> tattooed across his bum. Oh, no. Dad, of, I've just reminded... Do you know what I was... I, we'll come to that after the news. I was doing something today, and I've not seen my children laugh so much, right? I, and it, I, I do not know why... That, um, I was singing a Bob Dylan song, and they were wetting themselves. Were you doing the voice? Well, but I was, but I was, it, uh, they were putting their boots on, and I'm going, lay, lady, lay, lay across my big brass bed. And the boys were in hysterics at that. They were literally rolling on the floor with laughter. I'm going, what are you laughing at? They go, sing it again. Lay, lady, lay, lay and let me look at you instead. They couldn't, they thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever heard aren't children nut? i mean it, pretty much the whole of the world thought it was the funniest thing they'd ever heard when bob dylan actually released that but there you go right we're coming up to a break oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number the late night alternative with me ian lee on talk radio talk radio coming up we're going to speak to danny bow from naked and afraid you can still call in of course oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand i'm ian lee this is talk radio Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio is back. Differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. Ian Lee on air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Three four four oh three four four. 499-1000 is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative. And loads of you said, why don't you change the name? Well, I just kind of think um, it kind of sums up the show a little bit more. As I was driving into work one day, I was thinking, why would anybody want to listen to this radio show when there are some brilliant presenters on at the moment, at various different stations, why would anyone want to listen to this? Why would you choose to pick this? And it kind of dawned on me that this is the alternative show for this time of night. We don't do the usual Muslims, Brexit, Trump, 
phone-ins. We can do those things. We can talk about those things. But we we, we tend not to. We tend to do um, other stuff, more um, uplifting stuff, perhaps. So that's why we changed the name, and I'm, I'm quite happy with it. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Um, You know, dear listener, that, uh, that Catherine and I have become, since going to New York, I, I, me in particular, have become obsessed, particularly, have become obsessed with the um, Discovery show Naked and Afraid. And um, I, I just cannot get enough of it. And um, uh, I know some of you love it and some of you are going, some of you can't get it. You don't get why we're so obsessed with it. Honestly, man, I absolutely uh, love it. And um, we've had a couple of guests on. We've had some, a couple of, well, we had the producer on. We've had uh, a couple of men who have been on. And the basic premise, for those of you who don't know the show and haven't heard us talking about it, is two strangers, a man and a woman, are dropped off on an island, uh, the jungle, um, the desert, or different kinds of locations. They have uh, 21 days that where they have to survive with nothing, uh, and that includes zero clothes. Uh, they are naked. They're not often that afraid. If I'm going to be picky about the title, it would, there is very little fear. They're usually quite hungry. Yeah, naked and hungry. Naked and angry with each other would be um, <laughs> a slightly better title. But we've not spoken to any of the women that have been on. And I, I, I kind of wonder if it is a different gig for them, you know, when they're there. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thrilled to say we're going uh, to uh, write that wrong. And we're going to speak to Danny Bow. Hello, Danny. Hi. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Happy to have clothes on right now. Uh, well, this is—it says on my screen you're in Iceland. May I ask what you're doing there? Yes, I'm finishing my master's degree here in Iceland, but I'm originally from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. What what are you what are you doing your master's in? Natural resource management. So I'm studying invasive plants. Oh, basically. wow! How long have you been out there for? Almost one year. Oh, wowzers! That sounds fantastic. So you are then. Um, uh, an at what we'd call an outdoorsy type of person. I would say so. <laughs> Are you a naked kind of person? I've never thought of myself as a naked kind of person, but I do this thing where if I enter a new environment, I like to jump in the water naked and oh. fully experience it. But, but then, then, but then, I imagine you come out, you get dried off, and you put your clothes back on. You're not given that option in Naked and Afraid. When you first found out about the show, and I don't know if they approached you or you approached them, and, mm-hmm. and, it, and, it, and it said, "Of course, um, uh, Danny, you'll be naked for the three weeks." What was going through your mind? Um, I was all for it, and I just like the whole challenge of having to make everything from scratch. But I was more concerned about what my mom and dad would think. <laughs> <laughs> this is then the great thing. We we had a Mormon guy on who uh, was worried about what church would would think the, the Sunday <laughs> after it was shown. We had some. Uh, we had um, uh, someone else who was worried about what the guy that his former army buddies would make of. Uh, so for you, it was your mom and dad. What what did they make of it? Surprisingly, they were okay with it, and my mom is a dental hygienist, so her main concern was how how would I brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> she did not think, she did not care about the naked part. And here's the thing, because British people, of course, are famous for having terrible teeth. Americans are famous around the world for having great teeth. And here's the thing: at the end of those three weeks, and I have noticed this, everyone's teeth still look pearly white. Are you cheating mm-hmm. and smuggling? toothbrushes about your body (laughs) 
No, it was really interesting because we're eating such pure, you know, food from the environment. Mm. So you're not consuming any of like chemicals or sugars or processed foods. So your teeth actually felt really clean the whole time. And we were using little bamboo toothpicks and oh, wow. gnawing on wood, kind of like animals do. Yeah. Um, now, listen, we haven't seen your episode yet. Uh, uh, we, it, it's, we, we've got we've got all the box sets, so we're going to... I've seen bits <laughs> of it. I know there are loads of bits of it on YouTube, and I've just um, uh, b- b- put the link on there. Um, men don't use bandages. <laughs> That's the, This is the line that you, the, the, the gentleman you were with, he, he cut himself quite badly, and you're there being very calm and saying, well, you need to apply pressure on it so the blood clots, you need to, you need to squeeze it, I can make you a bandage out of a, a leaf. And he said, men don't use bandages. Uh, <laughs> what, was it, what was it like coming up against something like that? Well, you're in for a really interesting surprise when you see our show. They, they First of all, they try to pair you with someone that you're going to clash with. Right. So they put me, a wilderness medic, with uh, an, a former Marine. And in the Marines, they teach you if you get injured, you kind of just suck it up and, you know, stick your hand in the sand yeah. and don't talk about it. And all I'm thinking about is inspection and how to, you know, take care of this and treat it the way I learned in the backcountry. Yeah. So it's just really funny having those two perspectives clashing. Did you get on with Charlie? That that was the guy you were with. Did 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 you get on with him? Did we get along? Yeah. Yeah. At first, it was really hard to relate. He was also the oldest person to do the show, and I was the youngest. Right. Okay. And, um. It was really we had nothing in common, and then we eventually just created this amazing bond and we still talk do you really oh this i was gonna mm-hmm. ask and i forgot to ask this to all the other people we've had on you, so what you, you you phone each other up and email each other from time to time oh yeah <laughs> almost weekly isn't that great it's funny because the gentleman we've spoken to the past week, we spoke to uh, Jeff Zausch, and yeah. we've also spoken to um, S- S- uh, Skullcrusher Snyder. Yes, yeah. And oh, EJ, yeah. EJ, yeah, EJ, who's yeah. brilliant. I mean, they're all great characters, and the women as well who get put with them have to be strong characters too, and you kind of wonder whether there is a little bit of sort of um, mischief there in the casting because, as you say, you know, they're kind of designed to clash. But it seems to be that at the end of those... 21 days if you make it through 21 days there is a bond mm-hmm. there that's something pretty special something really special regardless of what kind of background you have yeah for sure it's just that one person you'll never forget all the experiences and the hardships and you just have so much time where we were the sun would set around 5 p.m and it's too dangerous to wander around the jungle away from the fire yeah so it's a lot of just sitting there and just conversing. And is it boring? Each other because I it. like, I, there's nothing I like better than, than reading a book. And I love playing Xbox and all these guys. But I like having things to do. Uh, and obviously you're, you know, you're hunting your food and you're building your shelter and stuff. But does it, does it get boring? Um, after like the first couple days, once you have your basics down, like your food, water, fire, shelter. Yeah. You're kind of just killing time once you know that you've met your basic needs. And then that's when you're like all of your darkest demons come come out and you're really confronting everything in your past. So your mind is your oh. biggest challenge at that point. What do you mean by you're confronting all your, your things from your past? Just because you have so much time, it's like nothing else exists except for right now. Yeah. And 
at night, like you, you can't do anything except for sit by your fire and protect yourself. Yeah. So you're constantly just battling your own thoughts. Wowzers. And time goes by so, so slow. I bet. That is intense. Does it feel weird when you come out of, uh, of, of that environment and you put some clothes on? Does it feel weird and unnatural? Oh, definitely. And I, I flew back to Philly and just hearing things like music. Yeah. We didn't hear music for or 21 days and then 40 days. Um, I forgot, like, how to drive. I forgot <laughs> all of my passwords to my email. Like, everything was just really strange to get back into... You mentioned you mentioned the 40 days, so you, you've gone on and done the... Uh, you've gone back and done the Excel series, then. Yeah, I actually worked with Jeff and EJ. Okay. Uh-huh. What? And, 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 I mean, was 21 days not tough enough for you? <laughs> I swore I would never do it again, and they don't give you much time to think about it. I, right. I had two weeks' notice, and it's kind of just one of those things like, okay, I'm up for the challenge, and I'm going to do it. Here's the thing. Here, this is the thing I'm really struggling with, Danny. When I, Of all the people we've spoken to, you all... I expect you all to sound nuts, Right. And you don't. You don't. You all sound like normal people. And I mean that, you know, in the, the kindest possible way. You don't sound like... You, Masochist you is don't what you're sa- saying. Yeah, you don't. You sound, <laughs> you sound like a sensible young lady. I, I, but yet, you put yourself in this weird situation with a weird bloke for 21 days and then 40 days with... It, it just seems... It, I, you, I, I'm surprised at how normal everyone is that goes on this show. Yeah, a lot of people are, and we we have really interesting. Well, some of our followers. I've been invited to like nudist meetups that live on a naked island. Like people think we're nudists, and that's all we do is live <laughs> like naked. But the naked thing wasn't the draw, was it? E- each and every one of these people is survival experts. People who get get a kick out of you know going out and and, and really roughing it and living as close to the land as they can. Right. Everyone has a very unique background, so it's really cool to meet people that have different experiences and different ages and um, things to share. So w- w- when are you doing it next? Are, 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 have you got any more d- d- naked adventures? That sounds terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't mean it like that. <laughs> have, you, <laughs> have you got any more extreme adventures after you finish your Masters? Um, for now, I'm putting it on hold until my degree is finished, because university comes first, of course. And then what, would you, are you going to be a doctor then? No, I, like a botanist scientist. Oh, okay. I just thought it'd be good to have the first doctor on Naked and Afraid. That would be, um... (laughs) I don't know. There might be a doctor. I'm not sure. We'll find it. Don't you worry. We're watching we're still every. The only vegan. <laughs> we're watching every episode. You're a vegan now. There's another thing. We we watched these. We watched a few of these, and we're working our way through. Yep. We're we're trying not to binge too much because we want to make it last, aren't we? But right. we find that a lot of people go in with these principles, you know, and then by the end they're gnawing their heads off birds and like shaking things out of trees and stuff that they would never have dreamt of before. And before they went in thinking that they would respect nature and you know ask for. Uh, permission from each and every plant that they picked you managed to stick by that all the way through yes how and that was to me the biggest challenge that i don't know what i would would have done if i was in the situation mm. where i had to kill an animal and consume it mm. so you didn't even eat like bugs or any i mean it's a stupid question you're a vegan. no <laughs> no God. bugs no fish no food with faces <laughs> oh i love it i can't wait to see your episode 
Um, Danny, are you on Twitter? Do you want to give out your Twitter handle in case people want to... Well, knowing our listeners, they'll all be perverts. Here's the thing. <laughs> the show is so not sexy. No. You know, you because people kind of giggle at the, the, the expected titillation, but it's so not a sexy show because everyone's just covered in mud and bites and well, hives. And the other thing is they can, you go in all modest and, and being very... It seems from, from the outside that you go in all modest and, and being very aware of your body and everything. And then by the end, you're hiking up hills like ahead of each other legs all over the shop and no one cares about anything anymore yeah that's the last thing you're thinking of you're more concerned with your basic needs <laughs> danny who are you who are you on twitter uh, my twitter name is danny bodrill so hang on d-a-n-i-b-a-u oh there we go i found you i found you i'm gonna i'm gonna tweet it out in case any of our listeners want to invite you to their nudist colonies or something like that <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure they'd love it hey danny thanks so much for coming on i really appreciate your time and best of luck with the rest of your studies great thanks so much thank you danny bye-bye um Bye. here's the thing everyone is so nice aren't they everyone is so nice um um uh, oh, there we go. There she is. She's naked. <laughs> it's a very strange thing. Dear listener, I saw some people ringing during that. We'll, we'll, we'll take your calls now. 0344 499 1000, the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, her Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I liked her. Very nice. You know why. Iceland is called Iceland and Greenland is called Greenland. Do you know why? Well, I think Greenland was a trick, wasn't it? Because they were trying to get... They're both, they're both a trick. Mm-hmm. So, Greenland is icy and Iceland is green. But I'm vaguely remembering something horrible histories-wise, I think. Yeah. That, like, a Viking chief sent his son and he was trying to, like, con him into thinking yeah. that he was lush and green yeah, yeah. and beautiful and yeah. he would have a, a happy life there. And, yeah. And that's what it was. And actually, it's actually it's quite yeah. inhospitable. Yeah, then. exactly. They lied. So the people... But, but so also, so invaders would go, we're going to invade Greenland. Sounds great. And then they get there and they'd all freeze to death. Yeah. And no one would go to Iceland. So, and, but Iceland was, was amazing. Yeah. Is Reykjavik in Iceland? Yes. Good. That's a place. Still, I think, yes. Yeah, okay. Is, yeah. Reykjavik. They have ice hotels, don't they? Um, yeah. It's never really appealed to me, those kind of places. Never really appealed to me. I'm more of a cities guy. More of a cities Reykjavik's guy. Reykjavik's a city. Yeah, but not a proper one. Oh. Is it made out of ice? No. Okay, well, I'm talking about the ho- the country as a whole. Uh-huh. The, the, the whole of, of Iceland and Greenland never really... Never really appeals to me. I, w- I would like to go to the North Pole to say I've been there, but I bet it'll be too cold. Oh, no, I'll just Google it. I don't really fancy that. It would It would be good to say I've been there. Where's that place where they don't have night? That's one of those places, isn't it? Finland. One of those Nord... Is it Finland? Finland, Finland... You know that song? Finland, no. the country where I'd like to be eating... Island. What? Do you not know that song? Is that a real song? Yeah, it sounds a... like one of your musings. Finland, 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 the country where I'd like to be under the mountains of lovely... And the mountains are lovely. That's a lyric, is it? Uh, listen, listen to this. is a great song. How do you, know, you must know this song. Nope. Finland, Finland, Finland. It's a great song. Here we go, here we go. 
Well, listen to this. This is this is um, this is a joy. Here we go. Computer play. You don't know this? No. Finland, Finland, Finland. The country where I want to be Pony trekking or camping <laughs> Or just watching TV Finland, Finland, Finland It's the country for me You're so near to Russia Is that Palin? So yeah, far it's from Michael Japan Palin. Quite a long way from Cairo <gasps> Lots, Lots of miles from, from Vietnam <laughs> Finland, Finland, Finland. Isn't it brilliant? The country where I want to be eating breakfast or dinner or snack lunch in the hall. Finland, Finland, Finland. Finland has it all. You're so sadly neglected and often ignored a poor second to Belgium. When going abroad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. There's a brilliant album. Um, I got all the albums for my birthday, um, and I've not got around. Oh, I've not got around to listen to it. There's a brilliant Monty Python album, the Contractual Obligation album. The first couple of albums, it's basically reworked sketches from the TV show, but then they realised that they can kind of that they're like rock stars, so they started making albums um, that have got some of their best sketches on that were never in tv shows and never in films um i don't uh, let me just um this is this is such a great song and i don't think it's in the um tv series i love that i've heard this for years uh, listen to this i want two i want two three four <laughs> Half a bee, philosophically, must ipso facto half not be. Eric the half a bee. But half the bee has got to be a vis-a-vis its entity. Do you see? But can a bee be said to be or not to be an entire bee when half the bee is not a bee due to some ancient injury? Singing. A la I want two, three. Eric the half a B A B C D E F G Eric the half a B Is this a wretched demi B half asleep upon my knee some freak from a menagerie No it's Eric the half a B A fiddly dum a fiddly dee the half a bee. Ho, ho, ho. Eric the half a bee. I love this hive employee. I think it accidentally one summer afternoon by me. I love him carnally. <laughs> he loves him carnally. Semi-carnally. The end. 
There we go. There's, I, so, I love it. I love it. And there's these little gems tucked away on their albums. I think their albums are brilliant. In fact, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to record another episode of The Door Into Summer. We're going to sneak in some Monty Python songs. That's what we're going to do. Oh, three, four, f- quiet on the phone tonight. That's absolutely fine by, by that. You know, it's, 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 it's the way it goes sometimes. You can't, you can't win them all. Songs with the word winning. Let's, let's play songs okay. with the word you winning. You win again. Uh, okay, right. I was going to do that one. Okay. Um, uh, winner takes it all. Oh, we're having extensions, okay. are we? No, uh, well, um, yes, we are. Okay. Your turn. I think we might have finished. Um, Hmm. I think that might be it. I think there's only two. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. There, can, there can't only be two songs with win or winner in. There's got to be more. Um, 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 no, I think we're done. I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Is, that is it. Wonder why? Hard to rhyme with. Well, no, but win, sin, lin, bin, bin, tin. Um, so Thin. there's there's loads of there's, and there's also it's a, it, it, it's it's a triumph, triumph, singing about triumph. You know, you'd think it would be more popular, but no, there are only two songs that feature win or winner. Yeah, it's scientifically let, let, proven. Just second. now, let me just, just uh, let me just give myself. Um, a little bit of thinking time. Hang on. Um, win. 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 Um, win. Or winner. Or winner. That's it. That's it. Okay. Short game of poker. Shortest game of poker we have ever played. I'm Uncle Wally. Neil's rude bum tattoo is just idiotic. A nutty uncle returned from his nephew's Benadorm stag do, and there's a picture of the gentleman whose Benadorm stag do it is wearing a mankini. Oh. But he's obviously not doing its job because they've pixelated his bollocks. Oh, no. Oh, God. Here's the thing, guys. Oh, gosh. Every loser wins. Oh, yeah. Thank you, whoever just texted that. There's three. That's it. Here's the thing, guys. Um, If you own a mankini... I, you know, it's like the, it's the kind of thing that people only have because of a secret Santa. So, and someone has anonymously bought them a mankini. Oh, that's funny. Ooh. But if you actually then wear it, thinking that you are being postmodern or ironic or clever, or you're not. You're not. You're stupid. You're a stupid, dumb person. You're thick. You are thick. A nutty uncle. Returned from his nephew's Benidorm stag do with Where's Wally's Willy oh. tattooed across his bumps. You know Where's Wally, the guy with the hat and the glasses and the striped jersey. If Normally, you're American, Where's Waldo? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
normally wears trousers. In this version, he has no trousers on, um, and you, his well, his bollocks are pixelated as well. Dad of two, Neil Ogden, forty-seven, had the one hundred and twenty pounds cartoon inking done, while he and nineteen other lads. So he was the responsible adult there. Whooped it up on Zach Williams's boozy bash. And last night, the window firm boss admitted, the reason I got this tattoo is because I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) He actually says that. Well done. Well done, he. Well done, Amazing insight. There's no meaning in it, and I don't have an explanation for it. I was just bored one day. Neil from Glossop, Derbyshire, added... I asked for Wally to have no pants on because I thought it would be funny. He sounds thoroughly ashamed of himself, as he should be. (laughs) His wife, Helen, 46, said, He showed me the top half, then said, Right, are you ready for the rest? Oh, no. It was quite funny. I won't be getting a matching one, though. Tattoo shop boss Blaine Dickinson, 43, said, Originally, it was an ordinary where's Wally. Then he said, I want you to do one with no pants on. It was one of the funniest tattoos we've seen this year. Sweet Lord. Sam, don't talk to them. If they don't want to come on air, put the phone down on them. I can see what's going on there. I can see what Paul in Stoke Poges is doing. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'll be very, very welcome. You'd be very welcome, dear listener. Let's get rid of that music. Um, where should we go to? Where should we go to? Oh, here we go. Listen to this, right? You talk about, um,. Um, you win again by the Bee Gees. That was the first one we did, Mark. It's the first song we did. That's what started. Win poker. You're pudding. A brave teenager fought off a bear as it clamped down on his skull, poking out its eye. Oh, maybe not poking out. Hang on. I might have got carried away there. I I might have got a bit carried away. The 19-year-old, named only as Dylan, it's a strong name, it's a very strong name, was woken up in his tent by a 400 pounds bear biting his head. Bloody hell! Unbelievable! (laughs) Flippin' heck! Dylan said he could hear a crunching sound. (laughs) This is the worst story ever! as the black bear tried to drag him away. But the counsellor, who was working at a wilderness survival camp, punched the beast until other staff came to his aid. The group yelled and hit the bear until it fled into the woods in the U.S. state of Colorado, which has a bear population, here's an interesting number, of 18,000. Dylan, who was dragged uh, 12 feet, flipping heck, by a bear grabbing his head. 
Dylan, who was dragged 12 feet, was left with a gouge in his head and marks on his forehead. He said, I thought I was dreaming. Then I thought, this hurts too bad. There's four spots where its claws dug in. It pulled me into its mouth. The crunching noise was the teeth scraping against the skull. I hit the bear as hard as I could and started poking its eyes with my fingers like it was in a Three Stooges routine. This is the most horrific story I've ever heard in my life. The attack took place near children sleeping in teepees at Glacier View Ranch, 50 miles northwest of Denver. Black bears are not usually aggressive, but have killed two people in the US recently. Lad got dragged at 12 foot by a bear, pulling him by the head. Yeah, didn't he woke up to find the bear crunching into his head? Flipping heck. Um, Gallon! Galen. Galen! How's it going? It's, um, it's, a, it's a Greek name, actually. It's a Greek name. Is it, how, is it, how are you pronouncing it? Well, Galen. Exactly the same. Okay. Actually. Well, how are you spelling it? Um, G-A-L-E-N. Right. See, if I was going to put it on a screen where someone had to say it, <laughs> I would put G-A-Y-L-E-N. So, you know, just so that well, phonetic, that, phonetically that would be, that would be, the presenter yeah. knows how to say it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I, I, I don't care for correct spellings. Oh, whatever. Whatever, whatever. whatever. Well, we're here. What have you got for us? Well, I, I think I'm wrong with the one um, 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 win thing. Play to win, I think you've had that one, haven't you? No, play to win. Who's play to win? I'm trying, I'm trying to think... Because I am a sort of musician myself, I'm trying to think. You but say, I, a, you I say a, to do, I, a sort I of musician. To, I think it's to do with a film. Okay, I'm well, not sure. Well, well, can you, you, for it to count, um, you have to sing a, a piece of it. I don't think how it goes. Oh, mate, is, well, you've um, just put, you've just put words together. You've, you've just put some words together and thought, that sounds like a song title. No, but I think it is. I think it is, because I'm a musician anyway, so I know song titles, which nobody else <laughs> well, Hang on a minute. I'm a, I'm a man. I know song titles that no one... What, you say you're a musician. What, what do you do? Oh, um, uh, uh, play and write, you know, general. Have you had any hits? Um, no. No, not yet. Who sings your songs? Not yet, as it turns out. What's that? Would you play in a band? No, um, mostly on my own. Mostly on my own, actually. Because I I play guitar. So, you know, I produce all the the army anyway, um, you know. Yeah. But you're 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 a bad singer, actually. I'm a I'm a I'm a bloody good singer. It's it's amazing. I've not had more hits. <laughs> you use your diaphragm a bit. You, yeah. you you're very loud when you sing. Oh, I know all the te- <laughs> very loud. That's I going to take that as a compliment. I know all the techniques. Um. So what what so what do you go out and play gigs and stuff? Yeah, but sometimes. Yeah, I mean it's it's way of life uh, there's there's always been a, a, a livelihood in music yeah. anyway i mean going back it doesn't matter how many hundreds of years yeah. to be honest really okay um you know violin players in what, what 1670 and stuff etc it's always been trad it's always been music i know there's always been music <laughs> oh, no. 
own violin players in 1670. I know. But I was just curious about you. You you go out and play gigs. Sometimes, yeah. Okay. Sometimes. And what... I, I mean, Catherine's rubbing her chin in the style of uh, the late football commentator Jimmy Hill. Um, what uh, and what? What are your influences? Oh, it's right the way across the board. Right the way. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, stuff I write myself is more jazzy and bluesy, actually, okay. and traddy. Um, so right, right across the board. It doesn't matter. Okay, okay. You're very. What va- we're talking about you. How far back? Uh, lots of trad stuff. So it, it's, it's okay. you know, um, yep. it's just Wish tons nice. of stuff. Loads okay. of loads of. Uh, I don't know if it kinks you and me, you know, uh, loads of stones, Nirvana, tons of his stuff, actually. I think he was one of the best. Yeah. So, you know, it it doesn't matter where you start. It, it, all, all music is related. And if you want to go back into um, <laughs> the earliest um, finds which have been made, musically speaking, we're yes. talking um, an old animal leg bone from... 15,000 BC, which was found in a cave, actually. Which wow. was yep. sort of yep. tuned to the same as regular music, diatonic, yep. okay. actually. Well, so it's, it's always uh, been the case. Yes. It's always been the case. Yeah. Well, Galen, I've, I've, I've enjoyed being talked to you this evening. Thanks for your call. Um, uh, it's, but, well, thanks. It's been, uh, it's been nice talking to you. Thank well, you very much indeed. Um, answers on a postcard, please. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Done. Huh? I'll tell you in a minute. Okay. <laughs> Poor little snowflake's been triggered on um, Twitter. Ian Lee has set his army of followers onto me. No, mate, you were a knob. People saw it, and four people have gone to speak to you on Twitter. It's hardly setting an army on there. Poor little snow, mate. Snowflake. Oh, that's nice. Barbara says, thank you so much for playing Eric the Harford Bee. I named my rescue dog Eric after that song. Oh, that's good. Has he got no legs? Has he got wheels at the back? Aww. And Lane says, now, Lane, this is either the funniest thing you've ever tweeted, or you're a very strange man. What a fascinating insight into the existence of music that was. I don't know. I enjoyed that, I though. want to know what that bone sounded like. Um, what? The bone found in the cave. Weren't you paying attention? Um, 15,000 BC. Towards the end, no. Um, or, or, and neither towards the middle or, in fact, towards the beginning. Paul! Hi, how you doing? Good, thank you, Paul. What you got for us? Okay. You think, okay, this is what I feel every time I speak to you. Okay, afterwards. Hard. Erect. Okay, no. Horny. No, to, uh, you think you know about the Beach Boys, yeah? I'm sorry? You think you know about the Beach Boys? You like the Beach Boys? The band? Um, I don't understand the, the, the statement One of their question. songs to do with the word winning it. Well, By the I, Beach Boys. Okay, there's a... Okay, I mean, I, I could pick the obscure song from their 1962 album, Heads You Win, Tails You Lose. Yes, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So I do, I do know about the Beach Boys. Yeah, well, you, you were struggling for a song to, with the uh, word I didn't think it. it was worth mentioning. 
No, I, I, I just remember. It's a terrible, it. terrible song. I don't. Yeah. Here's the thing: I don't like the Beach Boys' early albums. I don't. I'm not really. I like some of the surfing stuff, but I'm not really mad on it. For me, they get um, interesting about '67 when they blew their minds. I just thought it was quite appropriate. For thank you, you and me, thank you, thank okay. you, Paul. Finally, finally, can I say that guy earlier did? No, there is a song called "Play to Win." It's by the Clash. Well, can you sing it? Otherwise, it doesn't exist. No, I can't. No, I can't. No, it was it, it was in a film. I think. Can't you know? Can't you know? Can't you know? I just remember. Off, no, no. It's, pro- it's probably like. Uh, uh, it's probably just like the rest of uh, the Clash. His, I'm going to say it, guys, and I know I've upset mechanics overrated. today. No, they're rubbish. They're not just yeah. overrated. They, uh, London's calling is a good song. And, um, he's in love with the... What's the one the supermarket? I don't know. But I like the one that goes, He's in love with the rock and roll world. He's in love with the James Jones world. He don't like it. The boy don't like it. I, I like that, but the rest what of it... What was the lead singer called? I can't remember. Joe, Joe Strummer or Mick Jones? Yeah, went on to form the Mescalanos or something. Whatever. Boring. Rubbish. Yeah, overrated. It was. What, total rubbish. What about should I stay or should I go? No. You no, stick no. around, Kath. Don't worry. We'll, we'll be finished, man. Should I stay or should I go? Good night. Well, thank you, Paul. Anyone? (laughs) Anyone? (laughs) I don't know what's going on with people today. Everyone's saying you win again by the Bee Gees. Yes. I said that. We started the game of um, uh, uh, win poker with that. Barbara, Barbara's interesting. Barbara, stop tweeting and phoning. I live in Cyprus, and I found Eric in a wheelie bin. Oh, Aww. dear. Do they still have rabies on the continent? Because that would... would Bre- the Brexiteers, if they really wanted to get more votes, they should have played the rabies card. Is there a stray dog problem still in Cyprus? Cause Don't approach the animals. It's got rabies. I used to live with a French woman in Paris, and she had a dog that she'd rescued from Cyprus. And it was the weirdest dog in the world. Yeah. I took it out for a walk once. It was, I think it was agoraphobic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I took it out for a walk and it it virtually hugged the walls all the way around. A wall hugger, you Yeah, say. yeah. He didn't like it at all. And it used to come in my room. Sorry? And the only reason it used to come in my room was to drag its bum along my... Uh, oh, my um, worms. Rug. That's worms. Yeah. That's worms. But it used to do it in a defiant way, looking me in the eye all the way across the... I, well, you know, I hate dogs. I hate dogs. Um, I have one, and I hate it. I hate that dog. I'll bring her in again one night. I like her. She's quite sweet. She stinks. Well, that's dogs. She stinks. She's fat, and she's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from that, though. Apart from that, we get on great. It's like having a um, a really difficult three-year-old for 15, 16 years. That's what it's like. But more expensive and more annoying. (laughs) I'm taking a couple of nights off next week. Thursday mm-hmm. and Friday, I'm taking off, and I'm uh, um, I'm pre-recording the the Virgin show. I'm going to record that on Wednesday. I must email and get that sorted out because I'm taking the boys away on my own for a couple of first. Are you going to take the dog too? I, well, it, it did it did occur to me because we're going to go to the New Forest, but no, I can't be bothered. <laughs> um, but it just dawned on me again. This comes from listening to the um, Elvis Costello autobiography, which I'm absolutely loving. Um, I've ordered a best of. Let's see if the music stands up. Um, but he talks about the first time he took his son away on holiday. And I thought, oh, oh, I've not taken my boys away on my own. And my wife has, you know. And, and, and so they're quite used to it. So they, they're used to it. But I've not taken them away on my own.
moon. That's outrageous. So I've booked off next Thursday and Friday. And I did look. I was, and I'm going to take them away Thursday, come back Monday. And I did look at going to Centre Parks. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, they'll enjoy, I'll enjoy Centre Parks. It is, unless they're advertising with us, in which case it's a bargain. But it is quite, it is quite expensive, the yeah. old Centre Parks. Don't get the impression it's like a, you know, holiday camp. Scenario. Well, I thought it was like it's a holiday camp. It's a luxury camp. holiday. Yeah, I thought it was like a holiday camp. So for the four nights, for the three of us, it's about 850 quid. Then you've got to um, spend another 50 quid if you want your chalet. And the chalets look lovely. But if you want your chalet to be closer to the activity. So, mm-hmm. that, so it's 900 quid. And I was about to click on book. Right. And I, and I just had a little thing in the back of my head. thought... I wonder if the activities are included or not. And I'm so glad I checked. Because some of the activities are. You get access to the pool. You know, the pool, the pool is the main thing, right? Right. My friend um, is a cleaner at Centre Parks. Yeah. And they get they get um, free passes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so we went one day. We were going to go to the uh, spa, me and about four other women. Yeah. But in the end, we just had to go on the um, water slides all, all afternoon, yeah. like oh, kids. Yeah. And it was brilliant. It was yeah. great fun. And so that's free. And there are other free things to do. Everything else, you want to go bowling, costs. You want to go and play snooker, costs. Yeah. Archery for the kiddies, that costs. And some of them, it's like £7 a kid. All right, that's fair enough. Some of it goes at like 25 30 quid, and I'm thinking, and you get, you get like an hour. And I'm thinking, right, if that's £30 a kid, that's I'll just... probably have to pay as well. Let, let's assume I don't have to pay. So that's 60 quid an hour, and you're going to book five hours... Th- Flipping heck! On top of the nine hundred quid, I... I backed out of that. I reversed out of that, and it's a shame because it looks brilliant. Actually, it looks absolutely brilliant, and it looks like a lot of fun. But I just thought, and I know it's because it's summer holidays, and so obviously the prices go up. And I know that that's a huge rip off that all companies do. The the, the rip off of because we 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 don't really take the boys on summer holidays because normally they fly out to a greek island for a month so we're paying for a flight to zakynthos which is which is pretty cheap um and then they're staying with an aunt for a month you know so we're not paying for the hotel so we're kind of out of touch with that world um uh, but it, so i know that all companies do that horrific markup during the summer holidays and so so it will cost a lot more but i did just think um for 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 four days in centre parks that is gonna i mean and food got feed them as well uh, it's gonna you, you, that's gonna easily hit 1300 quid mm. easily um uh, so I, I, you could I, take him to Magaluf for that, couldn't you? Well, you could do. You could do. So um, I didn't. So I've, I've, I booked a cottage in the New Forest and I'm going to take him uh, pony hunting. Going to hunt wild ponies. You can get um, pony sausages, can't you? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to we're going to do that. And I think here's here's my thinking. They'll be excited, and day one will be great fun, the journey and all of that. By about eleven o'clock. On the morning of day two, they'll be um, angry. They'll be angry with me, and they'll be missing their mum, and there'll be tears. That's what I was. You reckon? I think so. I think. Just that's... keep them moving. The fresh air will no, knock them out. Secret. Well, no, 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 no. Secret weapon. I'm taking cow pollen gin. Oh. Yes, that's what I'm doing. I am taking cow pollen and gin with me. That's a joke, guys. 
before I send a Twitter army on you. Um, but we'll do fun things. We'll, you know, we'll go to the thing. We're near a beach. So we, we're near Bournemouth, I think. So we'll go to Bournemouth and we'll we'll go to the New Forest and we'll go horse riding and we'll go um, steam trains. There's steam trains there. Uh, but, and and this, this actually ties into a story I found here. This is an incredible story. It, it, there is nothing more exciting um, than eating uh, sandwiches from a packed lunch on a steam train. I'm sorry, it's just the truth. Who was it we had? Um, was it yesterday someone phoned up and they said they... No, where was it? Where was it when I was talking to someone and they said that for their mum's birthday they'd booked her a trip on a train? Was that here? Where? I don't remember that. Where? What, what have I done? That wasn't here. What have I done where I've actually spoken to real people that was, wasn't here? Anyway, I don't Anyway, listen to this. A young boy almost fell to his death through a gaping hole in a moving tourist train. <gasps> the terrifying near miss came when the lad went to the toilet. He opened the door and found there was no floor with the carriage wheels exposed below. Where was this? This was, this was here, in this country. Imagine you open the toilet door and you could you just open it and you step in if you'd have gone straight through onto the track and the Gosh, train was moving he's a trap train his mum managed to grab him and narrowly stopped him slipping onto the tracks oh my god the youngster suffered minor bruising and he and his mum were both treated for shock i bet they were i bet they were south devon railway said it was taking the incident extremely seriously and the rail accident investigation branch no, they've done that wrong, because that's not a word. You want to, you want it to be rail accident investigation legislature rail. There you go. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. what you want. Has launched a probe. Do you remember when I'm always fascinated by um, anacronyms? Acronyms. What's an acronym? Uh, what's a what? An acronym. Do you mean an anachronism? What's anac- an acronym? What's what are you saying? I'm saying, I'm saying, I don't understand what the... Hello? What's an acronym? <laughs> You're putting an extra... I'm not putting anything in you it. You are. What is an anacronym? An anacronym, I don't know. An acronym... What's an acronym? Is a word... Is um, the initials... Yes. ...of an organisational body that's, that's been deliberately made to spell out a Well, do you remember when we had on at the BBC... Ray, I'll come to you after the news. We had a woman on from NICE. NICE, yeah. And, um... The National Institute, Institute for... Well, it... No. Well, it was Clinical Excellence. No, they... But then they changed it and didn't change the NICE bit. No, they changed it from the National Institute of Health and Clinical Excellence. And nice. I always... And I always wondered why they didn't put the H after... to make it niche. But then they did change it. And do you remember we had a woman on, and it was a really boring interview about, I don't know, I don't know medicines or something. Why they wouldn't pay for something. And I said to her, before you go, uh, one final question. Did NICE come up with the word and work backwards, or was it just a happy coincidence? Silence. Sorry, what do you mean? Well, the word NICE, right? National Institute of Clinical Excellence, right? Did, did, did you have the word NICE and work backwards to get those letters or did you just say right well we are the going to be the national institute of clinical excellence oh that spells nice no, nothing nothing from her at no. all nothing it's like the first hour in newcastle silence <laughs> absolute nothing from her miserable
Um, an initial report said workers had removed flooring in the toilet as they repla- repaired the brakes on the ageing former British rail carriage. Um, South Devon. S- staff had put up a notice on the compartment door in the fourth carriage and attempted to secure it, but the boy and his ma- mother managed to open the door. At the times the steam train was travelling from Totnes Riverside to Buckfastley at about 20 miles per hour. Uh, 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 they issued a statement on the day in question something clearly went wrong and our safety control and hazard monitoring systems as evidenced by the incident having taken place it simply should have not happened why do they do these statements why don't they just come out and go man we are so so we screwed up this is this is such a bad screw up. We nearly killed a kid. We are going to give them. We are. We are so sorry, man. We didn't have a floor in the toilet, and there's no excuse for that. Well, it sounds like there was a sign on the door, but they managed to get the door open anyway. That was the bad, wasn't it? It wasn't the not re- putting the uh, floor back in. It was the not locking the door. <laughs> just go. Just be great though. If I ran a company and we screwed up, like um, American Airlines, but when, that always takes the wind out of the sails. When they pulled that man off, <laughs> they should have just gone and go. I swear to God, this is this is terrible. I'm so, so remember Rex Hupke, the yeah. writer. He did, he did that anyway. We're going off on tangents. Uh, right, we'll come to you in a bit, dear listener. Another hour of it's quite a gentle show this evening. I'm I'm fine with that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Another hour of this nonsense to continue. Ray, you'll be the first call after midnight. You could be joining him. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. And because I said I would, I'm going to talk right up to the news, which starts now. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fair up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause of the unknown stuff. Here we go. I've got one. Um, All right. Hey, hey, poker. Songs with hay in. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Boom. Okay. Hey, baby. There we go. Uh, The the unknown stamp man. Um, by by him there. He just he's got hay in. Uh, Hey, hey. It's not spelt the same. 
Oh, shut up. Of course it's spelt the same. A hey, hey. He's doing in... Oh, hey. Okay. A hey, hey. He's okay. doing a joke. All right. Hey, what's wrong with you? What's that? Got to turn around. Fats and smalls. Hey, you riot policeman. Have you got the time? I don't know that. I'm seeing the Frank Sidebottom version. All right. I'll, I'll believe you. Yeah. Hey, hey, you, you, get off my cloud. Yeah, we go. That's it. Okay, okay. This is this is more like it. This has got legs. Um, um, uh, hey, Jude. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey there, you with the sad face. Come up Come to my, my place, place and live, live it up. up. Um, I want to say Uptown Girl. No, that's is... more of a whoa, 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 oh, yeah. whoa. Um, oh, hang on, no, no, no. Hey, don't stop the carnival. Okay. Hey, now, hey, now, don't dream it's over. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Weird. Uh, is that a song? The stalking song. It's Bruce Springsteen. Mm. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Okay. Oh, I had one then, but it's gone. Um... It looks like I'm going to win. No, you're not. <clears throat> Five seconds. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Goodbye, that one. I'm going to need a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> that one that goes. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, goodbye. Okay. Um, um, uh, I've got a brilliant uh, one. All right, mate, calm I've down. I've got a brilliant calm one. Calm down, calm down. Hey, 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 Um, um, let's take a call. Let's take a oh, call. Oh, stalling. Calls. No, a stall mate, call. Mate, it's a phone-in show. It's not one of those phone-in <laughs> shows where they go, you can phone in and then they don't take any calls for two Hello, hours. Hello, caller. I hope you know you're being used. Ray's not being used. I'm yep, not using totally Ray. totally used. He's, he's not, Ray, ignore her, How's that Ray? make you feel as a person, Ray? Used. <laughs> Unbelievable. Hello. Muffled Ray. Sorry, Ray, are you calling us from the, the 1980s? Uh, don't say the phone's not working again. Ah? Uh? Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. hello. Yeah. Okay, we can hear you there. Oh. So I've now got to sit still and not move. Like, yep. Well, y yeah, I guess. Until they invent telephones that actually can make phone calls... But I thought the last few times I called in, there was not a problem. Well, yeah, th 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 this time there is. Hey, my and your phone does this as well, Kath. My phone, my iPhone, doesn't tell me when I've got messages no. or if it, 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 if it. Mine doesn't even ring sometimes. I saw my phone that someone had rung me, but it didn't ring. Mine does that, and then I'll get a message sort of three weeks later yeah. saying that I've missed a call. Yeah, Rubbish. Exactly. Hate phones. Anyway, Ray, back to you. Do you know why it is, though? I found this out recently um, regarding text messages. Oh, yeah. So, for example, on the iPhone, if you send what I always thought was a 
text message. Yes. If I'm at home, yes. it's sent over the internet because I'm on my home internet. So it'll be blue instead of green, yes? Yeah, so yes. if I'm sending it to, say, my son or daughter that's yes. not at home and they're out and about, yes. they don't get it until they get home. Um, that's not, that is incorrect data. How do you mean? Well, it, it will, no, y- you will know if they've not received it, because it will not say underneath it delivered. Delivered means it's on their phone. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean, but I didn't know that, so I, no. I used to send them texts, or yes. what I thought were texts. But they'll still get, they'll, because... they'll, they'll still get it, even if they're out and about. I don't, not if I've sent it. Well, then their phones my... are crap. I think they're having you well, on, Ray. Right. Ray, they're just yeah. ignoring you, mate. They're, they don't want to talk to Dad. <laughs> they'll still get it if they're out and about, because it'll be on, like, 3G or something, or it will turn up as a text message. No. No, you've actually got to send it as a text message. No. No. You've got no. You, you, no. It no, can... it's, tr- it's true. No, Ray. It's not. My children, children will do that to me. It's, it converts automatically. It's literally not it's... true. No, it doesn't, because when I look at my phone, it, <laughs> you're right, it doesn't show as being delivered. Right. Okay. Well, oh, then, Ray. Ray I think why don't they want to talk to you, Ray? My... <laughs> They're winding you up. Then why would they do that? They the worst thing is, and most people now know how to turn it off, but it's set so that it will also show what time the message was read, and uh, yeah. so you could see someone's read a message. You go, well, hang on a minute. They read that at two thirty-one, and it's now um, nearly three. Why the hell haven't they replied? Um, but and not everyone knows that 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 feature is there, so they don't know that. Yeah, but well, yeah, I, I discovered it um, because yeah. you told me. I did. I did. Thanks for pointing that. But right, your kids are lying to you. Anyway, what have you got for us? Well, I, this wasn't what I was ringing in, but just as I was on hold, you, you said something, and and I feel because I worked for this company in the early nineties, I've got to say you, you're not right. Um, you, you mentioned that the, the person got dragged off the the plane was from American Airlines. Okay. Um, but it wasn't. It was United Airlines. Well, I'm glad. Oh. I'm glad we've cleared that up. <laughs> well, you know, you might have people thinking, "Oh, how dare he's... Well, no, we've only had you, with the, there's only you thinking that. No, it's true. No, it, it was a United Airlines flight. Okay, great. Well, that's fantastic. What that's, have you called in for? Well, only because I, I've been out tonight, and this is this is a compliment. I hope you take it this way. But, uh-oh, um, uh-oh. You, you uh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Anyone who says, I hope you take it this way, you know that it's going to be, a, a, it's gonna be a, a punch to the stomach. I'm saying this with no, love. No, no, not at all. Okay. You, you know when you... You know when you miss the start of a TV program or start of a film and then you just you sort of catch up? Your phone is going... Your phone is... Go back to where you were, because your phone oh, is... Um, yeah. Not really, no. <laughs> oh, for friggin' sake. What about now? Yes. yes. That's fine. Right, I'm not going to move. So, you know when you start watching a TV show or a film, but you're sort of ten minutes late into it, but you can sort of catch up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tonight, I, I, I was sort of out with friends, so I, I sort of turned on, I think it must have been about 20 to 12. Yes. And, um... And this has happened before. I, I if I haven't what, if I haven't listened from the start, I have yes. no idea what's frigging gone on. Okay. And it takes me about twenty minutes. Yes. And it's it's weird. It's right, the first two calls were were Paul. Well, no, Paul was the second call. Galen. 
And then the guy before him, that I switched on literally a minute before him. Yes. And then well, I, I just I switched I was off on the train thinking, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was thinking, what is going on? Yes. And, and it's and so that is why your show is so unique because if you don't listen from the start. God, you know, heaven forbid anyone coming in late doors. Oh, really? Listen, let me tell you a secret. Listening from the start is no key to success either. Because <laughs> really. we didn't have a clue what Galen was on about. Oh, OK, well, that, that's it then. That's, that's my contribution. Right, thank you very much. It's always appreciated. <laughs> thank you very much indeed. Hey, Joe, where you gonna go with that gun in your hand? Hey, Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Hey, a good looking. What you got cooking? You know who sang that? George Clooney's aunt. Oh, Rosemary. Here we go, you see. Yep. Um, okay. Hey, Mambo, Mambo Italiano. She also sang that. Hey, you, the Rocksteady crew, show them what you do. Make a break, make a move. Thanks to Johnny on Twitter for that. You They're, cheat. No, I'm not cheating. Has he sent that? I didn't yes, see it. I'm not looking at Twitter. I resisted because I'm bigger than that. Johnny, don't send it to her as well. <laughs> Crying out loud. Okay, what about uh yeah. Hey just uh, no that's stay in it. Um Um Let's take a break while Catherine embarrasses um, herself. <laughs> the wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. Have you got one, Kath? Yeah. Go. Hey, sister, go, sister, soul, sister, go, sister. Of course, as performed on um, Fever Pitch, is that what it's called? Well, I mean, this is feeling a lot like Fever Pitch. Um, Glenn. Yeah. Um, we're going to go to after you. We're going to go to David Badcock, and I'm holding off because I just want him to calm down a bit. He's getting very, very angry on Facebook. Okay. Um. Um. And so I'm just going to hold. We're, we're going to come to you in a bit, David. But I want you to do some breathing exercises or something. Would that be okay? Oh, yep. yeah. oh dear. Just, just calm down, David, because I don't want to put you to air. I know you're a, you're a hothead. And I don't want to put you to air while you're angry because you'll say something that we'll both regret, okay? Well, deal with this clown and get on with it, please. Uh, that's rude to Glenn. Sorry, uh, Glenn. Okay. Are you okay, Glenn? Sorry about that. David, just yeah. just, just calm down, buddy, okay? Right. Thank you. Uh, Glenn. Did you think of the Billy Idol song, um, Hey Little Sister, What Have You Done? Oh. Yeah, I'll have that one, thanks. Hey Little Sister, What okay. Have You Done? Have this one then. I said, a Hey, Ha, the Hey, the Heavy to the Heavy, oh, Say, Ba, Ho, Ba, Mojave, and the Boogie, and the Riggy, Diddy. Right, yeah, 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 okay, one. I've got one. Go on. Um, Glenn's, Glenn's, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Clear a space. Glenn wants to come and sit at the poker table with the grown ups. <laughs> Away you go, Glenn. Uh, the Smash Mouth song, Hey Now, You're a Rockstar, it's okay. okay, you want to do kid songs as well, that's fine. <laughs> hey uh, hey uh, bye, Outcast. Hey, you got to hide your oh, love okay. away. Oh. No, I'm defeated. Is that it, Glenn? You spent... It's not what I called, but that's all I have. And... Oh, man. Per... Okay, hey, Glenn. Jude. What have you got? Sorry? Hey, Jude. We've done that one. Right. Glenn. I didn't really have a reason to call. I, I, I got made redundant today, so I just thought I'd call up and say hello. Oh, oh no! Man. Did you, um... Did you know it was coming? 
No, it was a surprise at nine o'clock this morning. Oh man! So what what happens? You get a letter, a text, a phone call. Uh, I got a politician's speech in an office at nine o'clock about budget cuts and this, that, and the other. Oh mate, oh mate, I'm sorry. That is lousy. Were there others that got the uh, the boots to the whole team? People were kids, you know, and yeah. I'm really sorry to hear that, man. That's that is terrible, terrible news. What, 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 what did, did you go home straight away? Did you have to work the day out? What happened? No, no, they they were good. They, they gave us the day off, paid to think about things, and so we all got a big lunch. But uh, in a testament to you, the 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 first thing I thought of was I'm going to phone you in tonight and just have a little moan. Oh so, man! Well, you moan as you moan away as much as you as as uh, you want. How long had you been there for? Uh, nearly five years. Oh, Glenn, that is absolutely lousy. And um, I, 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 there's nothing I'm going to say is going to make you feel any better. What what, what happens next then? Oh, I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to move back with my father, oh. and uh, I'll, I'll just job hunt from there, I suppose. But. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll try and enjoy the summer, and then I'll, I'll go back to being a grown-up. <laughs> yeah. Um, you say move back to your father. Um, how how does that feel as a as a prospect? Weird, because it would be like being a teenager again. But yeah. he's he's a he's a wonderful man. Yeah. And I, I spoke to him on the phone today, and he was very loving and accommodating and supportive. So it'll be odd, but it will uh, it will hopefully just be a rest stop. Yeah. Yeah, um, and have you got any leads for work? Any uh, any p- people that you can kind of tap up a bit? I uh, hope. Oh, yeah, I've, I've joined that um, LinkedIn that all the kids are. Doing. Oh God! Hang on a second. <laughs> You're because <laughs> please don't send me an invite. I I I, I think I've managed to t- uh, stop the uh, the. I went through a period of just getting emails all the time. Such and such would like to invite you to join LinkedIn. Really, you're you're an entertainer. I thought that was just for like. No, I, for some reason, I think it's because it's one of those things that used to. I don't know if it still does, but it kind of um, it gets into your emails yeah, and it so emails everybody. Emails okay. everybody. I mean, I'd rather just listen to you and, and laugh at you rather than work for you. So. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a terrible boss, Glenn. I, um... I can vouch for that. Oh no! Shut I up, mean, man. if you were my boss, no, I've never been the. I've never been in, in uh, over. I've never been over anybody. I don't think. I don't, I don't think I've ever been a responsibility like that at the age of forty-four. Uh, do you know what I might do when I get home tonight? I might record another episode of uh, the, the, the podcast when I get home. Just just feel, are you feeling the edge? Well, something. Um... Go on, Glenn. Um, I don't know if you're you're coming to Edinburgh or not, but if you could bring your um your podcast that you both do to Glasgow, that'd be great. But if you come to Edinburgh, I'll I'll come along. Well, we're not coming to the Edinburgh Edinburgh Festival. We were we were talking to some people about coming and doing a couple of shows at the Edinburgh Festival, and that is not happening now. Um, just because of dates didn't work. The the dates didn't work, and because we could only do weekends, and then there there were birthdays throughout that month for both of us, and it was a little bit tricky. So we're not doing that. But 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 I have decided that we are going to do a tiny little tour of the United Kingdom. When I say tiny, I'm sort of thinking maybe nine dates. And um, we're mm-hmm. looking at Wolverhampton, we're looking at Bournemouth, at Brighton, at Bath, places primarily beginning with B. Um, but it would be foolish of us not to do one in Scotland. 
So we'll have a we'll have a look into it, Glenn. Cause that would be nice. It'd be tricky now. I'm doing the show on Sundays, um, yeah. b- but it's not impossible. It's not impossible. If you came to Glasgow, you'd literally have all my mates, all three of them. Um, <laughs> well, with the greatest respect, Glenn, your mates—they're all out of work now, and they won't have much. <laughs> they won't have much money, you see. And uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> Um, Glenn, listen, it, honestly, um, I, I've said nothing to offer you any comfort, but you have said something to, to offer me comfort. I, the, the fact that you thought about phoning us up and sharing that means means a lot to both me and Kath. So thank you, Glenn, and I, I, and, uh, I wish you the very best of luck. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. Bye. Oh, man, alive. That sucks. Now, David. Well, that was nice, wasn't it? Sorry? Oh. That was lovely. Have you mellowed? What do you mean, lovely? The fella's lost his job today. You're saying it's lovely that a, that a poor bloke no. has been has, has been stood up in a workplace, humiliated by his boss, and fired. He's got to go and live back with his dad. That's your idea of a lovely phone call? No, no, no. Actually, what kind of being... warped, twisted mind are you? I was being sarcastic, actually. The sick fancy. So hang on a minute. You think it's appropriate to be sarcastic? Yes. Yes. About. Yes, I do actually. What's chafing your that... What's chafing your cheeks, David? What's the matter? I'll tell you what's chafing my cheeks. Go on. I'm, I'm, I'm furious. Go on. At people who don't take my career seriously and constantly tell me that ghosts don't exist. Career. <laughs> not helping Ian. you're not helping I, I i have put i have put three months of dedicated hard work into this career how much do you get paid for this career absolutely diddly squit there we go <laughs> i think it's diddly squat but okay, um, well, squit's worse so i do it just purely as a passion and when i get so it's a hobby uh, when i get jabronis saying that, that go jabronis saying that ghosts aren't real it makes me Flipping angry. It's a jabroni. <laughs> don't want to know what a jabroni is. I don't want it's to... not funny. No, 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 it's not funny. Um, so who has been, um, by the way, 0344 499 1000, if you want to phone up and um, either agree with David that ghosts are real or be a jabroni and tell him that ghosts are not real, we'll put you straight through. Um, so who has, um, uh, who has been saying these, these bad things and, and what exactly have they said, David? I was having a chat with my Frank... Frank, my friend Frank Kelly. Yes. Um, he, well, I say. Frank, is it? He, is, sorry, sorry. Is it Frank Kelly or Frank Kelly? Frank Kelly. Frank Kelly. Hang on a minute. Are you saying Frank Kelly or Frank Kelly? F- Frank Kelly. Frank Kelly. I'm confused. I'm. I, I'm friend not... Kelly. Is it your friend Kelly or fr- are you saying? I thought you were saying Frank Kelly. Or it's Frank Kelly. Frank Kelly. Okay. Frank Kelly. Okay. okay. Well, I'm glad we've cleared that up. Okay. So what was um, Frank Kelly saying? Well, I, I catch the bus to sign on with him, and he was. Uh, Career's going about... well then. Yes. Listen, I, I I can take my gloves. I can put my gloves on with you if you like. You you keep I'm just. You keep your just, you 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 keep you. I've got my kid gloves on with you. Right, leave I'm it, David. I'm, David, it's I'm not just, worth it. Uh, you, cool. you're, 
you're a calming influence, Kathleen. I'm I will. Uh, you, you can give me my cult back. Well, I'm Kath- frightened of what might happen if I do. Kathleen. Right. What? Go on. Tell him. Just get, come on, is- just tell us what happened, because I'm getting bored of this. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm yay close to cutting you off. Right, but Ka- Frank Kelly... Who? Frank Kelly... Yes, Frank. ...says, I was talking about my, my, my ghost experiences and, 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 and talking to you and everything about it. Yes. And he said, you do realise ghosts aren't real, right? Oh, Ooh, dear. <laughs> and I, ne- I nearly spat my humbug out at yes. his face. Wow. And uh, we had a blazing row on the bus, and I didn't talk to him all the way home. Wowzers. Did that, convince, did that convince him of supernatural life? Well, of course he didn't. He's, he's, he's pig-headed. Mm. And, I, and I've come on tonight because I'm, I'm fed up, and if anybody wants to come on and tell me that ghosts are not real, then I will give them a bunch of fives verbally. Mm. Right. David. So, um... He's got his gander up. So, you, you're, can I just say, uh, having hosted phone-in shows on the radio for about 15 years, um, threatening people with violence as an attempt to goad them into calling is not usually the best, um, the, 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 the best bait to lay for them, David. Right. Um, let's see. 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to call, what we'll do, do you just sit back for a few minutes, Sam. What we'll do is we will take calls straight to air, um, and you can either phone up and offer uh, David Badcock um, support. Badcock! Or you can speak sense to him and tell him that ghosts don't exist. Um, we'll do that. See what You stay there, David. We'll take a break. Right. And then we'll come back and we'll see what people say, yeah? Agreed. Agreed. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You can speak to um, ghost enthusiast, fantasist and angry man david badcock um and argue whether ghosts exist we'll take calls straight to air i'm gonna be honest david it's not exactly set the phone lines alight well i'll tell you why because they're running scared okay well let's, let's then we've got a couple of calls line two you're through to david oh, oh. Hey, uh, hello david uh just wondering why don't we ever see and in the Andertal are uh, ghosts, you know, Stone Age ghosts. Mm. Shut up, you don't know what you're talking about. Next. Well, no, no, oh, no. Uh, no, come on a minute. He asked, what's your name, caller? Lester. Lester. He asks a good question. Why don't we see Neanderthal ghosts? They're always like um, Elizabethan, aren't they? Not always. And why, and why do they, surely ghosts shouldn't wear clothes either. Good point, Lester. And also, David, I've never seen a black ghost. Right, right. These these are all very personal cases. Um, just because you haven't seen a Neanderthal ghost doesn't mean that they don't exist. Have you ever actually seen a Neanderthal? Let's go to line four. Four, you're through to David. Ended. Hello, caller. David, ghosts Thank- don't exist. 
Jabroni. Oh. What are you talking about? Shut up. Next. No, you, is, that the, is that the best argument you've got? You can't reason with these jabronis. They don't exist. Prove it. You prove it. You're the one saying they do. Prove it. Prove it, wise You're guy. You're a dick. You're a lunatic. Bring it You're on. The one ten- You're the one trying to be a wise guy. I'm just. What? I'm just what? dealing with facts. What's What's your name? Where are you coming from, Carla? <laughs> what is your name and where are you coming from? <laughs> I'm, I'm calling from the haunted. I'm calling from the haunted manor. <laughs> right, 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 right. Next. Okay, it's gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I think I'm two nil up so far. Well, you've certainly got a very solid line. Of defence. Um, I've never seen, um, I've, ne- I've never seen a Chinese ghost. No. Just because you haven't doesn't mean that I saw it. Have you ever been to China? Yes, I have, actually. Right. Was have it you... at night? I was there during a couple of nights, yes. Right. Did you sleep at all during that trip? I slept a bit, Yeah. Who's to say they didn't come out when you were asleep? Next. Oh, he's destroyed you there. Next. Nice one, David. Thanks, Kathleen. Right, 3 0 to Babcock. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ruddy hat trick. Don't know why you're laughing. It's embarrassing. 0344. <laughs> Four nine nine one thousand. Katie, I know you've not called in to speak to David, but what are your thoughts on ghosts? Hello. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Katie, I know you've not called in to, <laughs> to speak specifically to David, but I wondered what your thoughts on ghosts um, were. I believe I don't know. I think he's a bit nuts. If I can say that. <gasps> And he wasn't oh, prepared to answer a question. Yeah. Um, I I do believe that in negative uh, spirits or negative environments, yeah. which somebody could relate to as a ghost. The but Julie um, show. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe that. You're absolutely right. You can't see Chinese ghost or a, no. you know a Japanese ghost or yeah. It's a bit ludicrous what you're saying. I've got to say, I've, I've never question. seen a white ghost either. <laughs> Well, any ghost, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all just one big joke, isn't it? It's all just one big joke. Hang on oh, a no, second. No. So, what's your name? David Babcock. David. Babcock. Um, have you seen any Neanderthal um, ghosts or anything like that? Have you seen anything, any caveman right. ghosts? Or why right. is it always involving kind of Victorian ghosts or something? Right. right. Quick, quick history lesson here. What's your name? Sorry, where'd you come from? <laughs> Where, what does it matter where I come from? I, I, my name's Katie. Right, Katie, settle down. Right. Settle down? Okay, go on. I don't live in a cave, okay? I know. Okay, go on. Next. <laughs> next. You, you can't answer any question. My, uh, my question to you is, why haven't you seen any caveman ghosts? I do believe in spirits. And my answer is I don't live in a cave. (laughs) Is that your answer? What do you mean next? next? Keep saying next. Like it's, you can't answer any questions. So what are you talking about? 
if I right, what, what, if if cavemen by their very name live in caves, and I don't live in a cave, how the flipping heck do I see a cave ghost? No, but no, no, but sweetheart, <laughs> you're talking about ghosts. Have you ever seen a caveman ghost, or have you ever seen a, a Chinese ghost, or have you seen any, any, why is it going to be Victorian all the time, or why can't people see ghosts from a different past? You're a lovely lass, but very much like a pencil in a protractor, we're going around in circles. No, but you're not, because you're not answering the question, so you're going do around I, in circles. Do, do, do I live in a cave? No, I didn't ask that. Why don't people it... see ghosts as um, cavemen or, you know, anything else? Why is it just going to be a certain era? That's all I'm asking you. I'm not saying you live in a cave. Can you answer you know that? To... Are you, you know to... me to move on? If you let me speak. I will. Right. Cave, cave, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this once more, and then either you or I will have to leave. I think probably cave. be you. Go on. Right. Cave, cave men and yeah. women, not sexist, lived in caves in the Arctic Peninsula. What? Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, how on God's green earth, a man who lives in a flat on his own, Am I going to see a caveman or woman? But this is the point, because a caveman was from the past. So if there's a ghost, if anybody, if there's, if, why can't you see or feel a spirit from a caveman? We've, we've, we've got a historian, Ian. Yes. But you anyway, can't, you're not answering any of my questions. Ask me another one. Why? You can't answer that one. I, I've answered it six times now, and I'm getting quite tired. <laughs> All right, well, why don't you hang up, then? Because he can't answer any questions. This is my... I'm, I'm taking them up next. Ian, next. Um, Katie. Yes. I thought you handled yourself with a plum there. Thank a you. Plum. You handled yourself like with a plum. <laughs> It's good, isn't it? Um, I'm sorry. I, I, I thought he, I thought he was going to go somewhere, and he didn't have a cohesive argument. He's, um, he's not answering, is he? He's not answering at all. He's gone now. You're far more interesting to talk to, Katie. <laughs> what have you called in about? The reason I called in, uh, Ian. Hello, pleased <laughs> to meet you. I know, but the last time I called, I'm really sorry because I kept calling you Lee all the time. It was very yes. annoying for you, I'm yes. sure, because I had yes. a few to drink. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that I went to see you and Cass at the Rabbit Hole in Newcastle. What? And it was flipping brilliant. Oh, there was a long pause there. Oh, there was a long gap. My words. And I put a tweet on, and it was it was so funny. And I sent you a tweet, and Catherine a tweet about how funny it was, and I laughed. I my dad passed away recently, and I haven't oh. laughed for a long time. Oh, that was mate. it was so funny, and I actually cried with laughter. Oh, I re- I saw the tweet. We didn't speak afterwards, though, did we, Katie? No, we, no. we shook hands. We said hello, but okay. I was the, I was the woman at the front. With my boyfriend. Oh! With the, dark, with you the, the dark hair? You were the swingers? Yes. <laughs> Who's that woman there, the annoying one? Oh, no, not annoying. No, you, were the, <laughs> you were the one that was up for an orgy. Yeah, absolutely. 
Oh, well, like, no, we saw you. It, it, here's the thing, right? Me and Kath, we, we're still not totally convinced, right, that this show, The Rabbit Hole, is a go. We're still not totally convinced. Cause we, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. And we came off after the first half, and we sank into the dressing room chairs going, oh, my God, this is going so badly. Oh, um, no. And and it will it and it because it's because it's not a comedy show or a stand up comedy show where you know yeah. where the laughs are going to be, um, and we just thought oh god people hate it and we and it, the second half we thought was stronger and we came out with kind of renewed purpose and stuff like that, uh-huh. um, but to hear you say that Katie and uh, it, that means so much, uh, and w- we are so thrilled that you that you came and and you 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 dragged your fella along I'm guessing I think he dragged me along oh did he. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because he, he watches it every night. He listens, sorry, he oh. listens to you every night. Oh. And, and I've rang him before, and I've been a little bit tiddly, and I've been probably a bit obnoxious, and he's cut me off quite a few times. Oh. And I was like, oh, God, no, I'm not quite sure if I like it. Oh. But, but honestly, it was it was really funny. It was it oh, was mate. it was brilliant. Thank you. And um, when we went to the bar, you know, when you went off at the at the half, um, yeah, the interval, yeah. yeah. The, the interval. Um, I was speaking to some people at the bar, and I was like, he's really funny. Sorry, Catherine, as well as you, <sighs> really funny. And you've got this natural, just this natural, beautiful, natural ability just to kind oh. of chat to each other. And it was really funny. Everyone loved it. And I think you should come back to Newcastle again. We will. We will. We will. We had, we had such a great weekend. I'm not joking about that food either. Man alive. We, we really? ate... We ate like kings and queens there. Um, do you know what? Hearing that from you, Katie, uh, and we, we we came away pleased, but a little bit unsure. But uh-huh. hearing that, uh, and the, the lovely words you said about your dad as well, that really means a lot. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm You're sorry welcome, for your darling. loss. And come back to Newcastle, okay? All right, we will do. If, if okay. there's an orgy going, we're there. <laughs> Katie, nice to talk to you. Thanks, Thanks so much. Bye bye. There we go. Well, wasn't that Gosh. delightful? Wasn't that delightful? That was her. That was isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, there were a couple of other listeners and callers that were there, and there was one. Cause I know someone tweeted and uh, saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't stick around, but I had to go off somewhere." And there's a couple of there were a couple of others, um, and uh, yeah, we did after that, after that first half. We both went, "Well, this isn't going very well." Yeah, because I always feel sorry for the people who get dragged along because yeah. uh, you know uh, I know what it's like to try and se- sell something you're really yeah. into, but. For, for other people, it's a bit of an unknown quantity, and it's not a stand-up show. Yep. And it essentially is just hanging out with us, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, um... Oh, thank you. That's That, is, that has uh, enthused me and inspired me, Katie. It's a really lovely call. And again, I'm really sorry for the loss of your dad. That's, um... Uh... It's terribly sad, but I'm, the, the, the fact that you know, maybe we, for, for for a few minutes, we helped you um, take you somewhere else. That means a lot. And we'll, the first of the Newcastle shows will go out Thursday morning, I'm guessing, will yeah, it, Catherine? Yeah, absolutely. The th- first I'll of them. I'll sort it out tomorrow morning. And by the way, you don't know what we're talking about. It's a rabbit hole podcast. You can find it on iTunes and Acast. By the way, the, I mean, the, the timing of that last call, if anyone was there or watched it on Periscope, it's a phone-in show that we do on Skype, right? And we do it in front of an audience. And it got the second half gone quite well. And that we'd had a call, and it was a real—I can't remember what it was—but the last call we had was really, really funny. I thought, "Oh, this is a perfect." And it, it was seven o'clock. It was time to clear up. I went, well, "This is a perfect way to end it." And I, my, I was hovering. My the little arrow was hovering over quit Skype, and then an unwithheld number came up, and I was thinking, "This is a punt." 
because we we finished on a strong call. Maybe I'll oh, go on then. What's it? So Tony Robinson. It was Tony Robinson Isn't found that funny? up. Since coming in, Tony Robinson's become a bit of a friend of the show, hasn't he? I would say stalker. But he said, he said, listen, Ian, I follow you on Twitter. You've been a bit down recently. Cheer up, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so lovely. It was so lovely. He's such a nice man. He really, really is. That won't be in the one that gets released this week. That'll be a few weeks down the line. Yeah. But, 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 but. Thank you. And we will come back to Newcastle because we did have a great time. Uh, we'll get the train next time. Um, but or we, the plane. Or the plane. Isn't it funny, though? Sometimes you go through periods in your life and it's not until you have a really good laugh that you you realise that you haven't laughed for ages. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was cool. That, 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 that call, Kate, is um, was, uh, very kind. Thank you. Right. 0344 499 1000. Last 15 minutes or so of the show. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Has your internet gone down? No. Okay. I don't think so. No. What's the matter, you? Hey! Why you looking so sad? Hey! It's a not so bad. Hey! It's a nicer place. Ah, shut up of your face. Okay. Um... Okay, hang on. You sprung that on me. That's not fair. Um, I've not sprung it on you. We've been playing. We're playing this stupid game for the last forty-five minutes. I know, but I, I, I've relaxed, and that's not fair. My brain has relaxed out Your of the head. Your sphincter hay. has relaxed. Okay, 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 okay. Hey there, lonely girl. You can't just make up a song. It's not made up. Right, first of all. Hey it's not a song no i'm I'm just i'm just i'm just (laughs) kicking the word around Uh, i'm rolling it around on my rung on your what my rung (laughs) sometimes it does sometimes it's full of ours oh (sighs) a saucy one for late in the day um, 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 there's got to be another Beatles one. There's got to oh, be. Oh, of course. Another Beatles one. Um, um, I think they might be out of uh, hey songs. Mm, checking Twitter. No, I'm not checking, mate. I'm keeping. I'm monitor. I'm multitasking. I'm monitoring all the ways people can input and uh, interact with the show um, because it's a radio show. It's not just a silly competition between me and you where I have to beat you about getting songs with Hayes in. Um, oh, I bet. I bet Barbie Girl's got hay in it somewhere. No, I bet it has. It hasn't. I bet it has actually. It's not. I bet he has. Right, we're going to listen to it. I bet... Oh, come on, Barbie, let's go party. No, it doesn't... You Shut up, you muppet. I bet it has. Here we go. Right, we'll have a listen to it. I bet it has. You can't put this forward as your entry when you don't know. I... No, I do know. I bet it, I bet it has. There we go. Hey, Ken. Hi, Ken. 
you, Bobby? Hi, Cam. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Cam. Jump in. I'm a Bobby girl. Oh, no. In the Bobby world. Oh, no. We're not listening to this whole thing. Yeah, till we get the hay. There isn't one. She's um, cuter than I remember. Lenny. Lena. Lenny. Lenny. Um, John's on the line. Good evening, John. Oh, hello, Ian. Uh, It's a pleasure to speak to you. Hello, Um, John. You're you're being very formal. I came to your uh, rabbit hole in Newcastle. You weren't the the, um, fella that was going to do it. I was the fella, yeah. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the full (laughs) gamut. Well, (laughs) I I dragged Katie along, but... um, because I've listened to your show quite a lot. Oh, well, Maybe thank for you. for a year, perhaps. Oh, well, thank you very much. How did you... I'm always intrigued. How did you discover it? I think I saw one of your very first Facebook boosts. Okay. Uh, oh, really? I, I'm pretty sure, but oh. I don't know how it got to me. I'm not a fan of the beach, but I don't, you know, I don't know how Facebook works, but sometimes... Well, I, I, I tried a little experiment, and I took out a few paid ads, um, right. on, and you can target di- different, you know, people that like radio, or like podcasts, or like comedy, or whatever. Um, and, uh, well, it, it, it paid off! That, that was £12 well spent! It bought us a John. It bought us, <laughs> it, were, but it bought us a John and a Katie, ultimately. Well, what were the keywords you put in? Because I'm a luthier, I make guitars. Uh, oh! And- Oh. I have done my own Facebook ads, so I put in things like uh, The Who, Led Zeppelin, um, Nick Drake, that kind of thing, uh, you know, just to get people who play guitar interested. Um, yeah, because uh, I, do, I do wonder if those Facebook ads work, but you're living proof that it's worked for me, for us, at least. Yeah. But they, yeah. Uh, they, it, the Facebook's f- is funny, because if you upload, like, a YouTube video or something, they'll, they'll, they'll kind of bury it. Oh, really? Yeah, no, no, what you need to do is upload the video yeah. from your Mac or your PC or whatever. To, to, to the Facebook page itself. If you, just, if you copy a link, they don't like that. They no. want raw, unvarnished uh, ad copy. They you want do, the whole... You do wonder how what, the, the algorithms and the computer programs that are running in the background to um, to push some, some things forward and hold some things back. It's a strange, it's a strange one. So do you, you, you make guitars, John? I, I do, yes. Wow. I, Wesley Guitars, I used to do. Wow. We made uh, 30,000, I think we sold 30,000 in 10 years. Well, you, you, hang on, you didn't make 30,000 by hand. Well, no, I spec them. Right. Um, I had them made in the Far East and Korea and Indonesia. Wow. And China. I'm fusking, by the way. I send you tweets all the time and you ignore me. Oh, OK. Nice one, nice one. Yes, um, and, uh, but, the, yeah, there is that weird thing where you look at, uh, you search for a guitar, it might be a Gretsch or something, oh. and then it follows you around wherever you go. Yeah. phone. It's like your phone's connected to your computer. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh, the advert pops up everywhere. You go on YouTube and the advert's there. You go on your Google Mail and the advert's yeah. there. It's very, very strange. Yeah. I uh, think that's how I found you. But really... Yes? Um, I wanted to talk to you because you had this thing a few weeks back. Yes. Sergeant Peppers, okay? Yes. Uh-oh. Uh, it's, it's kind of my... It's uh, or, or everybody, Exile on Main Street. I kind of... Yeah, I love the Stones. don't like that album very much. No. But I, I, I did I kind of, 
and your Beach Boys one, Pet Sounds. I think they, they you can draw a circle around those. But yes, come on, The Who sell out. I think is a fantastic album. Oh, The Who sell out is a great album. It's got some great. Tr- is that's the one with um, a quick one while he's away, isn't it? Uh, no, that's no, 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 no. Oh. That's, no, no, no. That's on one of the first. Oh. No, that's before that. So the Who Sell Out's a concept album. Yeah. Yeah, we saw I the mean, adverts, isn't it? Baked beans and stuff. It, yeah. We've got the best cars here. Jaguar, all those ones. They're brilliant. Love it. Here's the thing. And I don't buy into the whole Quadrophenia thing. I like the film. The film was all right. I don't think the album's much cop. Well, the problem with Quadrophenia, I found, every time you get an out the Quadrophenia album, there's different songs on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand. Why is that? It's got the best Who song ever, and I have to go in a second, John, so I want to squeeze in two more calls, but it's got the best song the Who ever did, 515, which I think is absolutely yeah, fantastic. With that brass going up, and oh, it's a great mm. song. All right, boys. John, listen, I've got to go, because we're coming to the end of the show. I love you. I love you too, man. Thank you so much for coming. Let's go to Steve, who's also in Newcastle. Good evening, Steve. Hiya. Hello, Steve. Hiya, we haven't got much time, mate. What you got? Hi, Steve. I've got three here songs. Go, go on then. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. Hey, Leila. Um. Oh, oh. no. Hang on. Are you trying to sing the hey, Craig? Lola. Are you trying to sing the Craig Lola. McLaughlin yeah, song? Lola, sorry. No, it's Hey Mona. No, he's saying Oasis. Oasis did Hey Lola. Oasis. All right, hey, I'm doing Lola. Right, I'm doing Hey Mona. Okay. Oh, I had one then. Go on, Steve. You got another. You got another and, two. Uh, Hey, hey, baby. I'm afraid we've we've had that one. You get cut off instantly for that. Uh, Neil, you are probably the last call of the evening. What have you got for us, sir? Thanks for taking my call, and I'll leave the best till last. We've got Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. Oh, Neil, Um, come on! I'm going to hit you with Hey, Hey, into the black boy, Neil Young. Um, Now, I don't... I'm not very good at song titles. I don't think I know that Neil Young one. Uh, I'm not going to sing it because I play the drums and I can't hold a note while I sing. <laughs> but I'm on in the car on the way home, and you will thank me on air tomorrow night. Neil, thank you very you. much indeed. There we go. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. I've just remembered one that you're going to kick yourself over. No, I will never kick myself. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Imani. Raindrops from the sun. Literally no idea what you're talking about. You can't just, you can't just make up. Songs. Raindrops from the sun. You can't just make up songs and go, well, that's, um... Oh, I'm telling her you said that. I'm going to steal... She'll kick your ass. Now, listen. Mm? For the, um... For the Virgin show, I'm going They want me to kind of look back at stories from the week, so I'm going to nick... Hey, hey, hey. Sorry? What? What are you talking about? You don't pay for my services on Virgin. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying... So, don't be bouncing ideas off I'm me. I'm not bouncing ideas. I'm just saying I've got to remind myself to get in the habit of, of taking pages out of newspapers. And I'm taking... I'm taking that story. Because I think that's... That's story. quite a Virgin one, isn't it's, it? It's quite a Virgin one. <laughs> um, the Virgin show is happening this Sunday at 10 o'clock. Um, but that is it, dear listener. That is your lot, Sam. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the calls. Um, uh, he's allowed to do it on his own today. There was no grown-up watching him. Um, and I had, uh, I think he didn't think he did an excellent he job. He acquitted himself with great style and panache. A plump. Just needs to, just needs to learn how to turn that kettle on. <laughs> and we will have the full, um, the full gamut. 
Um, that is it, dear listener. Thank you so much. Strange show tonight. Ups and downs. Um, anger and um, from me and from some of the callers and silliness and stupidity. I hope you appreciate the fact that we, you know, the fun is back and we are being dumb, dumb, dumb. But there's also some kind of heavy stuff as well, and uh, it was uh, there was plenty of that. We will be back tonight at ten o'clock, dear listener. Uh, don't forget you can get the podcasts and all of those things on iTunes or talkradio.co.uk. Okay.